Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout, episode number 51. Uh, welcome. My name is Marty Sleva. As always, I'm joined by Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. Sorry for the delay. We had some technical issues. It would be like if a cat had like a power cord in its mouth and it was like, Meow. not like being electrocuted, but you know, like a cute cat. It was like, Meow. I unplugged the thing. Like, it's no. so cute when cats get electrocuted. I mean, <laughs> Stray, you did the thing where you were like, and then you like knocked all the all the power cords out of the way. Hey, we're back. Spoilers. Like two weeks. Someone had to pick those power cords up, though. Yeah, so. and they were robots. They're not real people. <laughs> we don't need to be bad. They don't got no souls. What do we care? Do cats? I think that, I think that no whole knows. game was about uh, was about how cats are, uh, or how robots do have souls. Um, oh. Hey, guys. Welcome. This is Breakout. This is the Escapist Conversation Show about games and, and movies and TV. Uh, as you can see by our headline, we're going to be talking about the fact that a lot of big fall games got delayed. I mean, like just the, just uh, just all, all of them. So we're gonna be talking about like yeah. wh- what are we what are we gonna do? Like what's what's left? Like <laughs> got a war until it gets delayed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I want to say I feel got a like war. They do that, but Call of Duty. There's like every JRPG under the sun from Square Enix. Uh, yeah, those are all mini. Those are little. Those are all little guys. All that matters. Persona's still coming in October. Granted, it's oh. the. It's the game of the year edition from 2020 of a game from 2017. <laughs> but potato potato. It's fine. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about some of those delays, uh, kind of what that means going over the big ones, um, doing that thing we always do where we're like, but wait until 2023. What a year it's going to be, which I think has literally been something I've said on podcasts since like 2014. Um, yeah, and then we'll talk over it. We'll talk about some stuff we've been playing, it's playing and watching stuff we've been like puzzle jigsaw puzzles. You guys do any jigsaw puzzles? When was the last no, time I, I did you puzzles. did a jigsaw puzzle? You hate jigsaw puzzles? I, I hate them. jigsaw puzzles. Colossal you, waste of time. Our, everything we do is a waste of time. All of this is a waste of time. <laughs> what what is happening? What do you why don't you like jigsaw puzzles? Jigsaw puzzles are great. I, I don't know. It's I mean they jigsaw puzzles are fine. I don't have like any actual malice towards them, but like I would very much rather be doing anything else to entertain myself. If the jigsaw puzzle is all that's left, I feel like I've done something very wrong. <laughs> I like doing jigsaw puzzles with others. I like doing them by myself. I think they're great. I think jigsaw puzzles. I like like doing things in my hands. I like keep my hands busy, keeping these keeping these ten digits. And that's why we have video games. That's why we have video games. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of anti uh, anti jigsaws here in the chat. Oh, good fuck, guys. What are you doing? What's wrong with you guys? Uh, and uh, yeah, old uh, man yells at cloud energy here. Uh, no, puzzles are great. These you're all the old men. Yeah, I'm the your, cloud. Got your T with your finger up doing the puzzle. Whoa, what? A, that's I'm not what that a, fancy. What a dainty! It's a puzzle of a doily. Oh, uh, I got at the at start of the pandemic. I kickstarted these three puzzles that were made by magicians, and so the puzzles have a trick when you finish them. And so each each of the puzzles came with like a Manila envelope, and it said, "Do not open until you finish the puzzle." And you finish the puzzle, and then you open the manila envelope, and there's uh-huh. like a twist to the puzzle. And it turns out you're not done with the puzzle yet. And it's very neat. Oh, they were good. I don't want to spoil I don't want to yeah, spoil this. Don't spoil it. You that actually the, sounds exciting. You know, the, yeah. the only, Much more exciting only, than any regular puzzle. The only replayability <laughs> to a puzzle, though, is if somebody comes and destroys it after you finished it. <laughs> so, uh, no. Which no, I would no, find puzzles, fun. That's what I like no, no, about no. puzzles. Puzzles are like roguelikes because you're always doing it differently. A puzzle is just like a Hades run. It ends in the same place with you with you defeating your father. But how you get there is different. Do you want to start at the edges? Do you want to start in the middle? Is it going to be easy? Is it going to be harder? 
Just I'm assuming like, you started the do, puzzle. I with do your the father, same thing when I eat a sandwich. An argument <laughs> about about finishing the puzzle, and that's why it always ends with you defeating him. Yeah. Oh man, I kind of want to talk. I want to talk about the twist in the puzzles, but I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil. It. I know a, folk, a lot of folks out here are really excited about. They they said two things: don't spoil Better Call Saul, and don't spoil those puzzles whose name I can't that magician remember. Puzzle. <laughs> those, those, those magician puzzles. So I would never do that. Uh, how, how have you guys been the last the last? We we haven't done this for two weeks. You guys yeah. doing good? How's your job, Casey? Uh, I am having a great time. It's nothing but parties. Uh, <laughs> no, I've been I've been uh, getting a lot of work done, but like it is fun. Like there's a lot of fun people there. Uh, everyone's super nice. Uh, I'm still having a great time. You went uh, to the office. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the reason I wasn't around last week is because I had to physically drive to the North Carolina office. Mm-hmm. Um, the the day I was in the office uh, was kind of like the hot day where a lot of folks like to come in because it's mostly empty for because everyone's doing like the hybrid slash remote from home thing. But okay. like on that day, folks are like, hey, let's all come in and like hang out a little bit. So that was fun because cool. there were a bunch of people in there. Um, and then it was like a little mixer afterwards. Uh, did you I see Will? Of, um, I did not see Will because okay. Will, like a jerk, decided to travel <laughs> that exact weekend where I was leaving. But funny story, I actually had a meeting with Will yesterday because me and him are going to be doing stuff uh, together. Uh, his team and my team are going to be working together. is taking so over Ubisoft. Funny. <laughs> How funny would it be if Will was super professional in the meeting? Like he has like he's an not. eye. I'll, I'll, I'll spoil that. Will is not super professional. In the- <laughs> I thought he was going to be like totally into like Google Sheets and shit. Like, oh, let me just pull up my GA right here. He pulls up analytics. No. Okay. Yeah, Will, Will is almost canon. He needs to be stopped. It's <laughs> <laughs> too powerful. Uh, did you get to eat any barbecue? North Carolina famous for barbecue. No, I was trying. I was trying to get my fiance to go to this chicken shop because everyone who I was talking to was bigging it up, and it was right next to where we were located. Yeah. So, and she's like a big foodie; like she loves going to try out new foods or whatever. So, as yeah. soon as I got back to her, I was like, "Hey, everyone's talking about this chicken spot. Um, oh crap, what was it called? It was like." like Benny's and honey or something like that. I, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's not the name, but it's no, close enough. Honey, Benny's and honey. Everyone make your res- reservations for Benny's and honey. But um, I was like, hey, let's go. Let's go to this place. She's like, no, I want ramen. I, I don't care about chicken right now. I want ramen. And so we just never went. And so I was I was actually very disappointed for once in terms of like a food thing because everyone was talking about this place and she just was not in the mood. And my ramen was bad. So it was just, it was a whole thing. Uh, she just been like, okay, you can have your that. ramen. I'm going to get my chicken. What was like, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, you should have got your no, I just brought it to the ramen shop. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese are very generous people. They would be fine. <laughs> but I don't know. I'll, I'll try to get some when I go back. But the next time I go back, I'll probably go solo because she and I drove together. Uh, going forward, I'll probably just be going after, on my own. So. After Robin Gate, you're like, this, this, we're not going to <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm a teaser the whole time. Like, yo, this was literally the best chicken I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Regardless, they can like, give you salmonella poisoning and you'll be like, nope, still the best. <laughs> Uh, James Machetti says, I love chicken as much as I hate puzzles, <laughs> which that's a, that was a, that, that was a tough one. Like that, that powered me up in the beginning and then really, uh, really, really hurt me. Um, you guys want to talk about these delays or do you guys think that you've been, you got a new house. We talked about your new house last time. I think you got not, you got a new yeah, house though. Just been doing uh house things, yard work. I had to go spend a bunch of money on like a weed whacker and gloves. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm like, what, 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 what you get? Like a, what are those battery joints? A gas power? Yeah. I got, oh, I got, you got to go battery. A manual. Battery. No, I got a battery. Uh, yeah. You've been doing a lot of whacking. Not yet. I got it for the next <laughs> time I cut grass. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you're going to do it all in one fell swoop. Yep. I got to get it, you know, cut it and then whack it. 
Yeah. No, those are the, I mean, those are probably that order. Yeah, you don't want to whack it first. Yeah, yeah that's a better order. Put it in the end. Yeah, um, I, uh, I learned what it's really like to be an adult, though, when you go into Home Depot and you're like, because I, you know, I went, I was talking to my parents. I was like, you know, I was kind of thinking, like, you know, when I lived at your house, I was like, why do they need all this shit? I'm like, they have all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what, what is all this stuff for? Then I go to Home Depot and I'm like, well, fuck, I need a recycling bin. Oh, I need gloves. Oh, I guess I need like, you know, it, a, a, a it little rake ends. for the, the, uh, for the weeds and then i'm like well shit i guess i'm gonna like you know this this weekend i'm gonna go out and build my own fire pit in the backyard i was like oh, i guess i need to go measure get a measuring tape so i can go measure the how <laughs> much rock yep, I need. go go ahead and get yourself whatever <laughs> rewards card you need to get for yeah. Lowe's and home depot because it's yeah. your new best friend you'll be in there all the goddamn time yep and i'm like well, man you're gonna become like so shitty at uh at shooters now you're just gonna be like the only game you're gonna be good at is power washing simulator, power washing simulator. <laughs> and fucking truck simulator no i'm not ready to be a dad, dad yet. nope full dad game you don't need to be a dad you could just be you could be the a dad, dad. Yeah. not a father <laughs> no, but yep yeah. this, this weekend i'm gonna i i uh, found a, a tutorial on youtube like a true millennial and i'm gonna use it to build my own fire pit in the backyard this is just digging a hole and setting a fire in there yes but i'm also stupid I mean, to be fair, but um, I'm going, I would need a tutorial to learn how to dig a proper hole. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna just dig any hole. Yeah, I'm gonna put a, what? I'm gonna put a, a, a rim of bricks around it, and then rock okay, in the middle. Okay, now we're getting put the fire fill. Yeah, we'll make sure that like embers can't go out and catch you know the dead Missouri grass on fire. Ah, fuck them. I get home insurance, so you know. That's what exactly. It's yeah, and the whole prices are just gonna go up. So you're gonna you can make money. Start a fire and make money. Start a fire. Yeah, I'll, I'll also cut this part out of the uh, recording. <laughs> oh, no, this isn't live. <laughs> Completely accidental. Had nothing to do with it. I thought everyone in chat just happened I, to be responding to this, things we were saying. I, when I go to the insurance, I'll just be like, this is what happens when you put a video game editor-in-chief in front of tools. Bad things happen. It's a bad idea. <laughs> I don't like the fact that everyone's geeking out on fucking <laughs> y- like yard work. And when I brought up puzzles, you're all like, boo, puzzles. <laughs> you, you gotta hit the you gotta hit the demographic right yeah. it, at the the core the core tenets. Like puzzles are too old. Yard work, you know what? The sweet spot. I did. Uh, I watched a lot of Lost during the pandemic. I did a full Lost rewatch while doing puzzles. Well, let me tell you, a show that's a puzzle while doing some puzzles. Who, doggy? I feel that like sounds, I got smarter while doing it. I don't know. That sounds very stressful. No. Oh no! It was great. It was great. I felt like a little John Locke there, just tinkering in my little in my little hatch. <laughs> and then, and when then you got I to get... the end of the puzzle, none of it made sense. Uh, I mean, that's I mean, kind of true. <laughs> kind of true in all scenarios. For <laughs> 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 being honest, uh, James Machetti says, "Man, fuck Lost and man, fuck puzzles." Which Jesus, I'm just gonna quit. <laughs> I don't want to be around James yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, it's funny though that I'm like making the like i obviously i have to do the yard work since my house i need to take care of my house but i hated doing yard work at my parents house and I'm like now that i have my own house like eh, i don't care i just gotta do what i gotta do <laughs> i mean i still yeah. i still hate it but it does feel good when it's done yeah like i'll say that yeah. much like when you and actually like, have it looking okay it's like nice work and me. it's like yours it's not yeah, like you're doing it with your parents or anything yeah, like right. it is it's yours take a little bit yeah. more pride in it you know, scuff up those walls at your parents' house, and when your parents come to your house, don't touch my fucking walls. <laughs> Use a coaster, you animal. <laughs> Shoes off at the door. I already told my dad that. He's a shithead about that. Wow. <laughs> you can't tell your dad to put your, take his shoes off at the door. He tells he me to you. do it at his house. He birthed you. Oh, well, but he, did, he, but he didn't want to do it in your house. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> it gets on my ass all the time about cleaning up at his house. When he comes here, he's a pig. You hear that, dad? I, I mean, if you're watching this. 
<laughs> Wasn't there the one time you said your dad had like a heart condition and you kept getting him with these nuts jokes? No, I have a heart <laughs> condition. He just has a what did he, he has a bad back. Oh yeah, and but you he said still, you were like tricking fine. him with these nuts jokes. Well, yeah, I have to. He's fine. <laughs> hey, as a, uh, as a real, real joke for your dad is somehow trick him into doing your yard work, so you make you make his back worse. Oh, I already, yeah. already like he. I'm, I'm gonna have a housewarming party either here this weekend or next week, and he's like, I want to come. I was like, No, no, you're not coming to my housewarming party. <laughs> why? I didn't, I didn't invite your dad to my house. Well, party. Yeah, why, why wouldn't you invite your dad to your housewarming <laughs> because, party? Who wants their dad at their housewarming party? With I don't know, what are you doing? Are you doing a bunch well, of to party be, to be fair, I kind of don't want my dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't give me shit. But my dad's only fun around his friends. He's not fun around like me or my. my yeah. <laughs> my dad just messed fun at me the whole time. So. I'm glad you both he's, your dad's he's, he's, already, he's already been on our live stream. You know what he's like. Your dad was your funny on the live stream. Though. Been on our live streams? Was this before my time? Uh, no, I think it might have been before so. you yeah. before you joined game night, probably. Mm, what did but you guys play? Like probably before you started. He, he, didn't, he yeah. didn't play. He just he somehow found a way to create a Twitch account and then started talking to everybody in the community. Telling, oh, he was in the chat. Yeah, gotcha. telling you know young next stories and all that. I'm like, what are you doing? I <laughs> love it. I think it's great. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought you were talking about the time he was in the house with you. Oh yeah, he, he got, did that. He came up behind me in yeah, the camera. I was like, and Tw- Twitch chat convinced him to come in a room and say, "Are you winning?" <laughs> <laughs> that's that's on the that's incredible. on the scavengers game night yeah oh my god that is so funny i absolutely why would you not want your dad at a house party your dad sounds incredible he is yet he's, <laughs> he's a geek uh, his name in halo was feldspar uh feldspar that sounds like a fantasy name it's a type of rock. Th- oh <laughs> very nerdy this is coming from the puzzle guy. Jesus, this is where I draw a line. <laughs> I guess we all have our lines. Yeah. They're so, minerals. Yeah, he's, They're minerals, Marie. He, he calls he calls me up at least every couple of weeks. Like, hey, you want to play some Scrabble? It's like, no. Oh, Scrabble rules though. Yeah, Scrabble's 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 okay. Scrabble's I wanna I'm yeah. gonna teach him how to play Babel Royale. Yeah. Babel Royale, not Babel Royale. Babel Royale. Yeah. It's like Scrabble, but Babels. Um speaking of uh, cool dads. Uh, one dad who may have lost his cool is Strauss Zelnick, the CEO of uh, Take-Two Games, when they had to announce that Marvel's Midnight Suns, one of their marquee titles of fall 2022, was going to be slipping out of its October window into an undisclosed time during this fiscal year, which ends March 31st. That was a real stretch for that. Yeah, you got for that. I, I did get there, and I remembered Strauss Zelnick's name because he sounds like someone who Bruce Willis would have to kill in a movie. <laughs> yeah. That is a definitive movie villain name. Um, but yeah, so this, this uh, our main topic, this conversation about um, all the biggie games getting delayed out of uh, 2022 came from the news earlier this week that Marvel's Midnight Suns, uh, the, the upcoming Marvel um, tactics game from the folks uh, behind the XCOM series uh, has been delayed from its October date to uh, some undisclosed point uh, during this fiscal year ending in March 31st. Um, Given that October is so close to the end of the year, it's kind of assumed that we're going to be, this game is going to be early next year, which is like busier and busier now. You know, we have uh, everything from, from Dead Space to Resident Evil 4 to Forspoken, another game that got delayed out of... um, you know, it's original October window. Uh, we saw, obviously, Starfield 
which planted its flag in the ground a year and a half early for November 11th. That got delayed until next year. Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum, which was supposed to be out in a few weeks, got delayed, doesn't even have a release date. Uh, Ubisoft, yeah. uh, Ubisoft <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, with the Lord of the Rings Gollum game, that was a little, yeah. Um, the Ubisoft's Avatar game, which some folks thought might come this year, but we've seen so little of it, I think it was kind of assumed, uh, got pushed till next fiscal year, so before uh the end of march 2024 obviously breath of the wild 2 um got the later earlier this year redfall got pushed out uh, just earlier this week arc raiders uh, uh highly anticipated which again at this point if you don't have a date this year i just assume you're not coming out this year right unless it's just a surprise drop unless uh, it's a surprise drop and i guess or maybe let's wait till so gamescom big gamescom opening night live is in uh, mm-hmm. like a week and a half yeah um and that's gonna be it's gonna be tuesday uh was it Tuesday, the 23rd? 23rd. Yep. Tuesday the 23rd. Uh, Jeff Keeley's putting on his big his big kit and caboodle from, from Gamescom. Um, two-hour um, showcase. Two-hour showcase. So I, I, you know, there might be some games that get, you know, October, November, December ga- uh, release dates. But then there's also a bunch of, you know, question mark games like Hogwarts Legacy we haven't heard from, but I assume isn't coming out this year. Um, you know, other big Warner Brothers stuff like uh, Suicide Squad got pushed to, to next year. Some sort of big indies like Sea of Stars and Chia and Seasons. There were some reports of Planet of Lana being delayed till next year, which, again, I never thought was coming this year. All of that is saying um, when you look at the big list of AAA games set for now until the end of the year, um, again, just in terms of AAA stuff, it is very light. I would say um, we have Saints Row coming up in two weeks. Uh, the Last of Us Part One remake, which all no, ostensibly doesn't doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> it already um, happened. Yeah, the rest of September very light. You get into October, you have stuff I'm excited about, like like Persona Five coming out to everything, which is cool, but a very old game. So like you have Playtale Requiem, uh, Mario Plus Rabbids, Gotham Knights, uh, Modern Warfare Two, Bayonetta Three. So, so and, Gotham Knights is like they're set i think so they're, they're in they full marketing showing yeah they're they, in full yeah. marketing swing i don't think they delayed anymore okay yeah they had their they have their big ign first they keep showing stuff so whether that game is done <laughs> remains to be seen <laughs> but i think it's gonna be done like um uh. and then uh you know in november again triple a games looks pretty light it's uh skull and bones uh pokemon scarlet and violet which will do gangbusters and then the aforementioned god of war ragnarok on November 9th, and then uh, Callisto Protocol in December, which I could 100% see, you know, getting pushed to to next year. So, uh, and obviously this is leaving out some stuff, Splatoon 3, which I'm really excited for, a bunch, bunch of indies, which we'll be talking about. But um, I don't know, it feels like this is going to be, after a very light summer, one of the lightest falls in recent memory, even lighter than um, some, of the, some of the COVID falls. So I just wanted to get you guys' sort of temperature check on that and why you think this is happening and if you think this is like a oh no this is bad the house is on fire kind of thing or if you can kind of spin this in a positive way so yeah i guess um, uh yeah casey I, well, I, yeah I, w- I want to give a shot at spinning it in a positive way because I, I really think that a lot of this has to do with a lot of the very public cries from within the industry about crunch mm-hmm. and like you know the public's reaction to it so like studios are being much more cautious now about making sure they're not pressuring, you know, their staff to hit, you know, an arbitrary deadline. They're like, look, if this isn't going to be ready by then, let's just make the announcement 
and give you guys a time so that one, we don't get burned by, you know, bad press in terms of uh, having yeah. a crunch. And two, we don't make the game inherently worse by forcing mm-hmm. you to get it out. And it's not early. So like it's, it is a better idea to just let them take the time they need to make it uh, ready. But at the same time, um, it's, it's getting to be excessive now. <laughs> like it, it kind of points to this larger issue of like, well, it seems like uh, the people who pick dates for games just kind of don't know how long it takes games to be made. And maybe they should get a, they should kind of reimagine what that means so that we don't keep doing this. I think uh, I saw a thread the other day on Twitter about um, from a developer, uh, a pretty well-known developer talking about uh, the work from home model and kind of saying it's not really working for these bigger teams. Like it's, you know, a lot of, and there are a lot of people in the thread, like kind of backing them up on that. We're like, yeah, it's like, you know, as a bigger team, it's hard to get all these things to come together remotely and keeping people on task and everything. Like it's a lot different when you're working with five to 10 people and like you are legitimately responsible for almost the entire game at that point. Right. And a lot of those games were already, a lot of indie games were already remote. remotely. Yeah. yeah. It's already, yeah. it's already yeah. done that way. And so, uh, not to compare it to unionization or anything like that, but more so the conversation of unionization where like right now there are people starting to really question that work from home model, especially the bigger studios. And they're, you know, a lot of times, like I'm sure you guys have seen it if you're on Twitter at all. It's like every time it's, it's turns into this clusterfuck of arguing over like, you know, forcing people back into offices and stuff. And it's like, well, like, the, you know, <laughs> there's the, the AAA model may not be suited for a work from home when you need to be, I need to run this over to Q and a, I need to run this over the art department. I need to run this over to production. Like it's, and I've been in those studios and I've done documentaries at those studios and I know like how collaborative everything is. I mean, trying to coordinate, you know, a studio of 250. I mean, and then you're looking at, you know, Ubisoft studios coordinating with six different studios and you're not in the office with you know people and you're not just traveling back and forth. It's, it's a mess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think like it's all caught up to the AAA space over the past, you know, two and a half, three years now that we've dealt with COVID. I think it's all just kind of a lot of these games were started right at the start of COVID, have tried to finish during COVID and are finding like, no, we need more time. It wasn't done fast enough, especially on the QA side of things, because you really don't want, you know, another cyberpunk level thing with a lot of these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 last part's a good point too because we're still, um, you know, we're what a year and a half, uh, almost two years um, away from the shadow of Cyberpunk releasing, trying to slip in right at the end of a year, and then getting absolutely obliterated and having you know, um, CD Projekt Red's uh, stock prices plummet and and sort of consumer faith in a company that had almost incredible, like perfect consumer faith. Um, mm-hmm. And and I, I think a lot of a lot of folks are really wary of that. I think, like Casey said, not wanting to. I think it's less an altruistic thing of we we don't want to crunch our employees. Yeah, they, or they just they, don't want caught crunching their employees. Just, yeah, and yeah. now they know. Like everyone knows who the the journalists are to reach out to, who will write these stories, and it's very easy to reach out to them and and you know not leave a paper trail or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do see where you're coming from, Nick. Of the, um, I don't think it's an across the board. No AAA game can be made remotely. No, I don't but think. I think you're seeing um, a studio that's formed around equipped for it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. there are a lot of studios are, are being formed now. Yeah, uh, that are working with AAA. that in mind. Uh, but I mean, we know we did see. You know, we have Elden Ring earlier this year, which I feel like if Elden Ring didn't come out this year, 
people would be looking at this as like a doom and gloom year in video games. But because the year kicked off with and I don't mean I don't mean to say that because there's like games like Neon White and and Tunic that I just like absolutely fucking adore. Also Sifu. And Sifu, which I keep forgetting, which we yeah, literally will have so a early. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget um, about Sifu. <laughs> no, Sifu, Sifu is absolutely incredible. But um, I feel like Elden Ring almost single-handedly was able to like raise. Elden Ring is such a good game that everyone is still being like, well, at least this is the year with Elden Ring. Um, I feel like I feel like this generation. I don't know. You know, to put a lighter spin on things, like I'm kind of glad a lot of these games have gotten delayed because, like, I as with along with everybody like i'm sick of kind of like half finished games coming out mm-hmm. uh, you know battlefield 2042 halo infinite you know mm-hmm. anthem you, you name it. it it's just been like over and over again with triple a stuff where i mean half the assassin's creed games that came out were super buggy and everything at launch too it's not like you know i think people are kind of burnt out on this stuff i think developers in general were burnt out on you know their games not being allowed to be finished before they came out uh, you have all the talent migration happening in the industry too. So, mm. you know, I, I think it's a lot of like, Hey, we have to keep and retain and keep our talent happy or, yeah. you know, they're, there's so much money being thrown around. They're going to go around and form their own studios. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. And the, the studios are going to get VC that's comparable to the AAA studios. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like they're going to be filming little, like they're not creating like tiny indie teams. Like they're creating, teams that are going to make the next kind of yeah, uncharted 20, games. 20 50 people right out of the gate i mean yeah yeah exactly yeah, those, um, are, those are no small studio and yeah so I, you know in general like i don't i don't really mind that anything really got delayed because I'd, I'd hopefully it leads to more polished stuff for next year yeah you know, i if and i i just think the developers need more time especially you know all everything going on in the world right now you know oh you yeah know. definitely yeah um a couple of big things to look at uh, if you compare this year to 2015, so 2015 was, you know, the, the new consoles or Xbox One and uh, PS4 came out at the end of 2013. So if you extrapolate that now, the games coming out now are kind of the games that were coming out at that point in the generation in 2015. Uh, in 2015, we got uh, Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Metagross Solid 5, Bloodborne, Arkham Knight, Fallout 4, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Halo 5, um, we got uh, uh, Until Dawn, Rocket League, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, uh, the first Star Wars Battlefront, um, Black Ops Four, Black Ops Three, uh, Mad Max, Siege, and then a, a shit ton of interesting indie games. And like we, at least I don't think by the end of this year we're going to be able to rattle off. And that's not including games like Just Cause Three and Dying Light. We're not going to be able to mm-hmm. rattle off that many big AAA games of this year that are as sort of standout. And a lot of those games had problems. A lot of those games had problems at launch, still have problems now. But like, you know, we keep mentioning Elden Ring and then we keep talking about how cool games like Sifu and 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 Tunic and um, Neon White and then sort of niche RPGs and everything um, are. But we're just not going to have that level of big AAA. Oh, this is why I invested 500 to a thousand dollars in one or two new consoles two years ago. No, I mean, um, I mean, yeah, we're how many years are we in this generation now? Three already. We're in the, we're in the second year. Yeah, yeah, we're in the full second year. Yeah, I mean, like it's, this is year two because it does feel like three years. It feels yeah, it feels like yeah. Three it was years. twenty. It was the end of end of twenty twenty. Yeah. No, end of twenty nineteen. Yeah. No, end of twenty twenty. Jesus, everyone, stop it. End of twenty. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, right, I told you guys uh, to stop it. You were fine. <laughs> No, I, I still don't even feel like we've fully transitioned into this generation yet. I mean, we're still getting so many cross-generation games and everything. Yeah. It just it just feels different. I think everything kind of, I think, and I think that's part of it too, is like, 
they're they had games for the last gen and then they're trying to make them for this gen too and it's Mm -hmm. you know that's a lot of different development pipelines going down so it's not just a change in settings it's so uh, yeah you know i think i think by middle of next year we'll be finally like real really in the swing of this generation because like we know just from the games that got delayed and also the ones that have been announced there's a shit ton of stuff on the way uh, mm-hmm. I think it's just mm-hmm. taking longer than you know anybody expected it to because of the myriad of issues in the world and, and yeah absolutely on. yeah yeah no I, I 100% agree with that and um, you know I made the joke earlier but like it does look like next year is going to be one of those years <laughs> where all the games are coming out which is what we said a year ago but um, you know like next year in theory we're going to have uh, Dead Space Remake and Resident Evil 4 and Starfield and uh, Breath of the Wild 2 and Final Fantasy 16 Suicide and Squad Suicide Squad, yeah. Kill the Justice League and so all these all these developers we love who are finally making either follow-ups or new games um, and and yeah, like it, it's, some of those games probably will get delayed at some point. Um, definitely, most definitely <laughs> definitely, most likely, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just feels like um if if oh Jedi Survivor as George Lucas mentioned absolutely and I hope that comes out next year I'm really usually when George Lucas mentions a Star Wars thing I roll my eyes but I'm very excited for Jedi Survivor so yeah, yeah good, good catch George Lucas <laughs> good catch George Lucas uh, yeah and so uh, sort of my big thing is uh, with all that said with the fact that the AAA landscape is looking pretty light for the rest of this year like I still I currently have a backlog of games i keep buying and putting on my switch and i can't get to <laughs> like i bought this fucking digimon game that i haven't started yet i got i'm buying fucking cult of the lamb it's downloading at midnight i haven't started that yet i bought <clears throat> i can't remember his name uh me <laughs> and the professor on summer vacation it's a shin chan game you know who shin chan oh, is? oh yes the, I the do. little kid so it's that little it's that it's that fat little kid and he goes on a little summer vacation. And, yeah. And this game is, yeah, it's this crude little kid. And I'm on a summer vacation. And I'm just like hanging out. And it seems like it's going to be a good vibes game. That unlocks <laughs> at midnight. When am I going to have time? When am I going to devote time to Shinchan? Like, Shinchan needs a summer vacation. And we don't have much time left in summer. So, um, and that's it's not counting like tragedy. stuff. <laughs> It's time some, uh, <laughs> stuff coming soon, like uh, Roller Drome and, and Curse the Golf and uh, Saints Row and Midnight Fight Express and. Uh, Fashion, fashion police squad, which Yahtzee informed me that's FPS. How did I not get that? The game Fashion Police Squad is just, it's, it's yeah, obviously it's called FPS. FPS. I don't know how I didn't get that. I, f- I felt like a fucking dummy. Nick, you can't say you knew that. You were just trying to play cool because I was dumb. I was just laughing at you feeling dumb. Oh, well, understandable. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's absolutely understandable. Um, and folks in the chat are bringing up the fact that, uh, people still can't get new consoles which is true i saw the ps5 available on to purchase on amazon yesterday oh okay i still have not seen a ps5 in a store i've never seen it in a store just online. yeah that's crazy. which is still wild which is i've crazy. not seen in a series x in a store even and those are supposedly easier yeah, i've seen series s's in store but not x it's crazy this is too this is two years into this we still we still have it that's that's kind of wild and granted that's obviously supply chain issues and you know it's going to take a long time for the world to dig itself out of a pandemic which is still kind of going on so um it's all understandable but uh i don't know like personally i'm less if, if we had to like live and die by 
the numbers on our AAA games, I'd be worried. But given our business model, I don't feel worried about it at all. And the right. fact that like we've like 3MR was built around shining a spotlight on cool small games and there's going to never be, you know, we're never going to run out of cool small games to shine a spotlight on. And uh, likewise, like Yahtzee will never grow. T- I mean, I feel like Yahtzee almost prefers to look at games like Hell Pie today as there opposed to, you know, franchise installment number 12. That's why, uh, you know, I've seen articles from like, I think GameIndustry.biz has written a few articles like how oh, there's no games coming out this year. And I'm like, I, yeah. there's there's a new there's a big new indie game or double A game coming out like every other week. Every, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. We, we can't I mean, even we can we have four people doing three MRs that we still can't keep up with all yeah. the, you know, cool new indies coming out. You know, there's all I think it's, uh, you know, when you kind of when you throw out this idea for a topic, I'm like, eh, it's kind of a goofy topic, you know. But I mean, was, how much is there really to say about the lack of AAA games this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's damn. You just roasted my topic. <laughs> I did a little topic. Yeah, on it. Well, Thirty-six did. minutes in the but, episode. Why don't you tell me thirty-six minutes before the episode? <laughs> well, no, it's more thinking. Like you just brought it up. Our business model, our business model mm-hmm. specifically, is like it. There's, there's an ever-ending amount of content for us to do. It's like. And then, you know, sometimes people come drive by like, oh, you know, your review only did 10,000 views. Like, well, it's for an indie spotlight nobody else is covering. That was 10,000 views we got that nobody else did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. And those are the kinds of games that they don't get dated a year in advance. Those are the yeah, kind of games where weeks. there's going to be a ton of these cool games in October and November that we don't even know are coming in October and November. Yeah. So, uh, and, and yeah, Gamescom, Gamescom is starting to sound really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was kind of weird how they did it. So you mentioned the Arc Raiders is delayed till next year. Um, yeah. So Embark Studios has actually been working on two games. They have a team-based FPS game and Arc Raiders in development. And in their blog post, which nobody read because they put, you know, Arc Raiders was delayed to 2023, the message, and nobody read past that. Uh, their FPS game is coming out this year ahead of Arc Raiders. They were actually going to release both games simultaneously. And decided not oh. to do that. Uh, yeah, that seems silly to do that. Yeah, that doesn't. But they have a, seem they have, like a good idea. They have a huge development team. I think there's like 200 people at Embark already, or something like that. Yeah. So uh, let people know if you don't know who Embark is. Embark is a new studio, uh, a Swedish studio, right, by Patrick Soderlund. Yep. And who was a like lot the of former Dice. Dice guys? Yeah, yeah. So former heads of Dice who were making games that people when people liked dice <laughs> like i mean like the ones who made like battlefield and battlefront the things uh people people really liked um uh formed a new studio and yeah has uh has has a, a pair of games on the horizon a third person and a, and a first person shooter so um yeah so i, I and the things, were, i'd never heard of arc raiders though like you guys put it on the list and have been you, talking about you, it just now you like, saw it it was what the, is arc raiders <laughs> you, you saw a trailer for it when you were watching the video game awards with us yeah, I think it was revealed. It's something that has not got. It was like one of those world premieres last December. Yeah, and it has. And it was been like talked about since really twenty seconds of shooting, and we were like, "This looks neat." And then one of us probably said, "It's from the guy from Dice." Yeah, and then no one's heard anything about it for a year. Yeah, but it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of the, it's like the archetype for what Nick and I were talking about about how so much AAA talent has moved on not to indie studios but to independent triple a studios so these guys mm-hmm. aren't making small games they are making the kinds of games you would have expected the battlefield developers to make mm-hmm. uh yeah so like i said in their blog post i they said their their new their fps was going to be revealed very soon which i very much assume was gamescom opening night live 
and then it's going to be you can't year. you can't reveal a game and then have it come out this year what are we doing what are we doing you they've, can't do that they've been working on those games for four years before the pandemic i mean started. apex did it no they they were they were that's true very, um they revealed the game and it was just out yeah well they said uh yeah, beyonce did it too it wasn't a game though <laughs> well, they said in their blog post that Arc Readers was pretty much ready to go, but then they developed a new, a new, uh, a new mode that they want to keep expanding on. So they're going to take more time to do it. Uh, gotcha. So, gotcha. yeah, but they, their plan was, and he even said in the blog post was crazy that they were going to simultaneously release two games. <laughs> wait, 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 that seems nuts. What yeah, is that? Seems that has nuts. to be something like their investors were like. Well, they're, they're, the Arc Readers is published by Nexon, I think. So yeah, I mean, next time I'm throwing a lot of money around. Yeah, that was big on. I thought suddenly KC was just an art creators expert. Was like, oh yeah, next time's definitely. <laughs> no, I'm that. Yeah. The trailer is literally like right here. Right yeah, now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that'll be there, and then uh, uh, Unknown World, teammates of Nautica, they're revealing their next IP. Uh, yeah. at, at the game or at uh, Gamescom opening night live, but yeah, and it's Keeley, so like we'll, we might see that Kojima game that we thought we were going to see at summer game fest but then it was just kojima like ah, i have friends at xbox now <laughs> I, I, yeah you're, you're expecting to see a, a game from him this year it sounds like he literally was just like yeah i'm working with xbox stop bugging me about it <laughs> like, i don't think anything exists from that yet but i thought like one of the leaks was like we saw something it's goopy it's like a third person goopy game which kojima loves goopy games now i don't know like friendship with snake over uh my new best friend is goopy games. i don't know like because if this thing is for xbox it's like it, it doesn't have an engine yet like what does he do what does he work it in i i still think i don't think death stranding 2 is actually happening i think norman Reedus was talking about whatever cloud thing he's doing I 100% think when Norman Reedus said we're doing it, it's the same thing Rosario Dawson at a comic festival or comic festival, a comic convention. <laughs> Jesus, a comic <laughs> festival. <laughs> Guys, just let me do my puzzles and go to bed. The <laughs> 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 comic convention over the weekend uh, was like on a panel and was like, and Punisher, a new Punisher is coming with John Barenthal. And everyone oh. was like, woo. And then like, oh, everyone, I was supposed to say I that. Think Disney was like, <laughs> but then Disney, people were like, no, it's not. And she's like, oh. Uh, a fan in the autograph line told me it was. <laughs> and so I don't know if it was. That being said, Rosario Dawson did leak. She said, I'm going to be Ahsoka. And then turned out she was Ahsoka. So, <laughs> so I don't know who to someone in the I comic line tell her that part, though. <laughs> <laughs> Disney was like, shit, I guess we got to do it. Rosario Dawson. Like, he was the so. same guy that he's a good source. Uh, but yeah, as far as for the other games coming out this year, I mean, like, uh, still really looking forward to Playtale Requiem in October. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Again, if all these games hit October, I'm worried about everything. I don't trust anything. This yeah, is yeah. like, this is like uh, that that scene in the office where, where everyone's got their everyone's got their fake guns out because they're worried. <laughs> they're they're doing I, the big marketing push on Plague Tale too, and like they just had their feature in Edge, and I think any okay. game that's going all in on marketing right now is probably confirmed. Because yeah, if you're if you're edging, you're coming out to see. <laughs> you're edging, you're coming to see. There is there is Skull and Bones by Ubisoft. I. I'm really not super interested in that one. It, it looks kind of fun for a few hours, but the fact that like, I no, thought you'd like, be more into it, Nick, since you're like the world's biggest Sea of Thieves fan. I'm not the world's you biggest. Keep trying to get us to play Sea of Thieves. What's no, going on, I man? was I was really hoping that's that pretty much what that game looks like was going to be more Black Flag, like actual exploration on land and everything. But it's all it's all on the ship, and I'm not I'm not super interested. But that's in what that. Sea of Thieves is. Sea of Thieves, you can get off your ship and go explore the land and search for treasure and shit. 
I mean, in this game, you can like wander around like a, a city yeah, it, and buy things. That's yeah, it looks like hub areas. Yeah, but it, it does look like most of the action. I know what it is. There's, 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 no, there's no like hand to hand fighting on boarding. It's just a cutscene. Nick, well, Nick, I do agree. I mean, there's no literally all I wanted was thieves. another black flag. Yeah, game. literally all. That's I wanted. what everybody wanted, and it was. I was like, no. Let's... <laughs> you could you could play Rogue. That came out literally. Rogue like, is pretty good. The, the same I, time and no one you know was, i'm gonna play rogue, rogue was last gen rogue I, when it came out was last gen only which was nuts they, re, they there's crazy. a remastered version of it on uh xbox and playstation i don't play remastered games all i play is remastered games i've literally <laughs> just finished live alive I've, I've really i've been looking at it because i don't know what it is right now i'm like on a full-on xbox 360 binge of games that i missed out on like you know i'm doing quake 4 on the editor's hour uh I've been playing through Dragon Age Origins. I'm like 23 hours into it. I'm almost done with it now. What, did you get like a head injury? What's wrong? I, Why are you playing all these old games? I don't know. I downloaded Dragon Age 2. I'm going to play that next. I downloaded like Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Uh, oh, that's such a good game. I, <laughs> that's a really good game. Prince of Persia is a really good game. I don't game. know what else I downloaded. I downloaded another. Uh, I'm going to download uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist because I never finished that. And it's like five bucks right now. That's a good one. Uh, Amy is in the yeah, chat. She's screaming yeah, Dragon like, Age. She's, she's, so she's, she's like she's like me with Halo. You say Dragon Age, she just appears. <laughs> like a pop up her computer just automatically goes to the chat. <laughs> um Yeah, but I mean that is another thing is I I would be hard pressed to think that anyone in the chat can say, I have no backlog. I'm all caught up on games. Cause is that possible? Because yeah. I have infinite games I want to play. Um or even replay. I don't know, Casey. You kind of said, "Yeah, like you are caught up." No, I'm. I'm definitely not caught up. Okay, it's just yeah. you I, play I more still want to play new stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> I have more Smash in my backlog. <laughs> yeah, it is one of those things where I I'm perfectly fine catching up on my backlog and playing old games and and weird niche games. But at the same time, you're like, I spent a lot of money on these fucking consoles. Like, give me one thing where I can ooh and ah. Like, I want to ooh and ah. Yeah, what ooh, like, what a boy ooh. Like little little boy little boy ooh little, little boy ooh, Jeez. like like honestly like the biggest most next gen thing that I got to try on my Series X was Cyberpunk, and mm-hmm. we all know how that, that turned out. Okay. Like it it just wasn't that big a deal. So like yeah I I get that sentiment. Like yeah like what what is the well I guess Halo Infinite as well kind of counts, but again like it's it's not done yet. Like it, it almost yeah. feels like these big. Like we're all kind of sitting around waiting for these big AAA games, and once they get here, they're never as big and as AAA as we want for the most part. I think someone in the chat mentioned something like that earlier too. Like, oh, they always come out and are disappointing or like half baked or whatnot. I don't want to, you know, blanket all of them because, of course, we have the Elden Rings and uh, whatever other uh, AAAs that come out yeah. and actually hit. But that batting average isn't like great. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the honestly, like the Callisto Protocol is like the most next gen looking game I've seen for the next little while. But I don't think it's coming in December. Yeah, if you tell me you're coming in December, that's like being like, oh yeah, I'll definitely try to stop by. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> that, that's every what December game. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> like tale as old as someone who uses. Oh, I'll definitely try to stop by. I know what that means. <laughs> that means I'll see you next year. Um. So yeah, yeah. There's also uh, a skeptical wizard said, "Why well, get a PlayStation Five if Eternal comes to PC?" You know, there's also stuff like uh, Spider-Man just is either just came to PC or is coming to PC this week. And that's exciting. If you didn't have a PlayStation, you never got to play Spider-Man. People, but you're a PC gamer. Still asking that question. People just like consoles. goddammit. it! They just want to hook it up to their TV. <laughs> I mean, I do. Listen, I think I'm, I have access to all of these indie games if I just wanted to sit in this chair and play them on this monitor. But that's for nerds. 
<laughs> I like going. I like going to my other room where I got my puzzles, and my lost, and my video games. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'm just broken. Uh, no, it's fine. I think there's a bunch of games I'm excited about. It's fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. I don't know. Why I, I feel like every time I've been asked that question, like I, I, I can't think of anything. Like, like maybe Gotham Knights was my answer for like a while, but they're like the more yeah. stuff they've shown from it, the less excited I've gotten. Yeah, so maybe you should have shown nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I was, I was excited at the very first reveal that it's like this game is not looking great. Yeah, but I mean, I, it's, it's I, coming I, out yeah. this year supposedly. Like God of War should be amazing, right? It should be because yeah, it's I've like been, the other God yeah, of War yeah. more. I've been, I've been craving <laughs> more like uh, character focused adventure games. So I mean, like I, I'm getting my fixes this year as long as nothing else gets fucking delayed. Because I got Plague Tale, I got Callisto Protocol, I got uh, what was the other one? God of War. You know those delayed, those, those delayed, three. Delayed. I'm delayed. looking really really looking forward to. I, I have like a whole Amazon wish list of stuff that I'm looking forward to. Um, there's also the big one we haven't been talking about. What's that? Dragon Ball colon the Breakers. KC's most anticipated game of the year. Did you just <laughs> did you just void us? Oh, I didn't Nick? mean to. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought as soon as I mentioned the Dragon mention Ball, of, you voided yeah, us. Yeah, I, I should have. I mean, I could have. I, <laughs> but I feel nice. like you voided us before I even mentioned Dragon Ball, which was like <laughs> I, you're like I a just, precog I, from Minority Report. I sensed that something that weeb was coming out of your mouth. Uh, like, Dragon Ball's barely weeb. If we're three this year too, like another character focused action. That's game. more. That's more weeb than. That's more weeb than Dragon Ball. That's yeah, fine. that's that is more. Uh, also, like, I agree. I know nobody on this channel cares about Call of Duty, but I'm very hyped for Modern Warfare 2 because I love Modern Warfare 2019. The multiplayer in that is I will be playing that all winter. Why don't they just call it like Modern Warfare 6? Or whatever I, yeah, Warfare. I don't I don't I hope I hope some kid gets screwed over by their parent buying Modern Warfare 2 remastered because remastered sounds better than Modern Warfare 2. Too. Some ki- some kid just gets like <laughs> a copy of 2011's Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, the only the only other game I'm really sad got delayed uh, out of September was uh, Dark Tide. That's the Warhammer game. Oh, yeah. the yeah, that Warhammer joint. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, my, <laughs> King's Ed. My whole, Escape my, is still not covering Activision games. I I guess not. Like we literally have not covered an Activision. Well, there game, hasn't been think. an Activision game. Activision yeah, game. like <laughs> like what what Activision game? Yeah, every well, oh, don't even ask us that because like all the other press have gone back to giving Call of Duty free press. So. No, I think it's a fine question to ask, and we could just say, yeah, we're probably back to cover. I, but I mean, like, what, there's nothing to cover, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of. I mean, what, that is literally. What, what, I guess we. What are we, we gonna cover Diablo Immortal? I literally don't know if we. We, we did I one newly released stream on it. Uh, and oh, then, yeah, it, like Call of Duty, that. like nobody's nobody comes to the escapist for Call of Duty coverage. Why are we gonna, we're not gonna you know, until now? I mean, dun, 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 Call dun, of Duty, Modern Warfare. <laughs> disrespect kicks in the door. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, fuckers? I'll probably play it, I'll play it on my personal streams for sure. I'll, but uh, does he know. fuck our wives? <laughs> is that what, what Dr. Disrespect that, that guy fucks nobody, <laughs> wives, girlfriends, nothing. <laughs> doesn't he shut off his game? I heard it looked pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange. It's like, it's like six Doctor months of development. I mean, Multiverse Madness. He might as well be. That Doctor also Strange. looked bad. Uh, but no, Doctor Doctor Disrespect. Yeah, his his game's like six months in development. People were shitting on him like he's just showing off something. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I mean, he's a he's a, tra- he's a career trash talker. He was talking. He was oh, talking yeah. his he game just, up. He, that's yeah. what his character does. Yeah. And of course, everybody threw it in his face because the game yep. is not that not that great looking yet. But uh, yeah, there's also uh, Evil West in September 20th, which I'm really looking forward to that. 
And then uh, Steel Rising, the new game. Is that about Kanye over the last seven years? Evil West. Evil West. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Steel Steel Rising, which is the new game from Spiders, who made Greedfall. And it's like a Victorian-esque... Not Victorian. Steampunk. Uh, Souls like yes, kind of steampunk French Revolution based. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you previewed it. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I did a preview on it. Um, I, I don't know if that'll be like a big hit. Like we're probably no. that that screams like kind of B level, C level type. Yeah, experience like, to me. Spiders, uh, spiders will someday hit that that A level <laughs> hit. <laughs> I don't Stop think this is. It. I mean, some people feel that way about Greedfall. Like. Stop talking about spiders. Yeah, there are, there are a lot of people that really like Greedfall. I, I wasn't huge on it, just the gameplay, but the RPG of it, I mean, it definitely felt like, you know, I'm playing Dragon Age Origins right now. That was like the most classic feeling S Bioware game in mm-hmm. a long time, which is also like, you know, a little segue into Dragon Age Origins. Like the writing in that game is astoundingly good. And also like, it just, it, while I'm playing it, it just blows my mind how bad like a lot of game writing has gotten <laughs> okay I, there has not been a game that i've played in a long time where i've actually just wanted to sit there and listen to all the dialogue being spoken to me disco elysium well yeah i mean like on on average though uh, a lot of like triple a games just have awful writing these days what about as dusk falls <laughs> I have not Everyone that. but me thought I had great writing. <laughs> well, that's there's there's the problem. <laughs> the critics aren't being harsh yeah. enough on writing. Uh, I I think critics just have bad taste and don't wouldn't know something good if it bit them right in the asshole. Um, you be quoted on that. that. Oh, Pentiment. You, you can end up. Pentiment on. is coming out this year. I forgot yeah. about Pentiment. That's gonna have good writing. Josh Sawyer. You kidding me? Yeah. He's, he's modern day Billy Shakespeare. Oh, I'm also about good writing. Uh, that new crap. What's that guy's name? But the guy who did uh, her story and. Yeah, immortality. Uh, immortality. Yeah, yeah. And that's coming out on like fucking everything. That's coming out on Netflix. You got Netflix? You can play that on your phone. The day it comes out. Damn. Y'all got Netflix? Y'all got phones? You got immortality. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing. So I thought of that because Xbox is showing. Uh, they they announced what games are gonna be showing at Gamescom, and one of them was Life of P. Remember that game? Remember yeah. Pinocchio Bloodborne? Yes. yes yeah. I, that I that really that. cool. Weird. It looked cool to me. I, yeah. I want to see more of it. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be Pinocchio Bloodborne. That sounds great. Um, hella, hella Pinocchio content is is hitting. Like, did, did the <laughs> multiple Pinocchio movies? Yeah, several yeah. movies. A new video yeah. game. Like, like that just ran out. Right, like the Winnie the Pooh thing. Like now, it's like what? Like public domain? Is that what happened? Oh, it's so now everyone's <laughs> like, all right, it's time, boys. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're making that horror Winnie the Pooh. I don't like that. You don't need to do that. You don't make. You don't need to make. Yes, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is great. Winnie the Pooh. I, I'm my middle name. I'm named after. Ruin my childhood. Uh, You're named after Winnie the Pooh. No, my my middle name's Christopher after Christopher Robin. Oh, oh, I'm like your Pooh. middle name is Pooh. Pooh. <laughs> Marty Pooh. Marty Pooh Sleva. <laughs> that's why I gravitated so much with Earthbound because I was like Pooh. That's my name. Would you Would you rather have had your name be Pooh or Winnie? Your middle name, um, winning Winnie because it's not poo. <laughs> winning the poo. <laughs> I think Winnie because it's not poo, and like Winnie Cooper was cool. Uh, was she didn't didn't she like wasn't she like a jerk to Kevin Arnold? She was she was total tease. I remember. Yeah, no, he was he was square. <laughs> she was hot. <laughs> Whatever. 
<laughs> you should ditch that dude and get someone better. Where did this conversation go? Uh, oh, also so the Wonder Years is where it went. <laughs> yeah, the Wonder Years. That was before your time. That was like Rocky Mountain High, but uh, I still, what's the name of that show? Blue Mountain High. Blue Mountain, Blue Mountain State. Fuck. Go away. It's the name of a college. Why can't I remember all, that? All of these things are shows. You just got to find them. <laughs> Rocky mm. Mountain High, I think, is like the Coors Light like, slogan. Um, what about some, some things we have been playing? Eh? But that put that fucking segue in your bank account. I've been playing uh, re- rebuild my my physical game collection by downloading game case covers and then fitting them to discs because I'm a nerd. Look at that, I, I'm getting Does more angry. Puzzle? I'm getting more <laughs> angry at you guys making fun of puzzles earlier. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that. That that seems. Very tan, yeah. like very tangentially related. And, to and this, your this your man. your homemade game cases don't have a cool twist halfway through. Just like, <laughs> they do. Amy in the chat just says, "Nick, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> George Lucas like, says everyone needs a hobby with the. <laughs> I live in like a, the way, uh, the way Amy house wrote now. That I'm caged. Like she, would, she would beat Nick up if they were in the same room. <laughs> she probably would. She's shorter than me though, so. <laughs> Like, now, just now I gotta her. bully you, Nick. That's nerd shit. <laughs> you could beat people up for short of them. Look at Gimli, son of Gloin. He beats yeah. the shit out of a ton of people. Yeah, he needs an elf to throw him across to a bridge. Or you gotta er- Aragorn to throw him to the bridge. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no, I've been I've been playing Dragon Age Origins a lot. Um, I'm loving that game. I finally, finally, uh, you know, I, I never had a problem with like bioware's writing or anything like that it was just the gameplay of dragon age origins it took a while to hook me in um and then i think i was talking to the editors that were yesterday i think uh i've uh finally figured out like how to actually play a crpg and uh my biggest thing was like i'm not i wasn't huge into like not having direct control over my character for like hack and slash and shit um because it's more like inputting commands and your character does it kind of thing um, yeah hate that yeah, I, I did too, and then I hit a button. You should do the thing I want. <laughs> yeah, yes. well, I, immediacy. I always got stuck at like the first like the uh, big ogre boss in Dragon Age Origins because like my party would always die, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, and then I finally like took a minute, read the guide on like the tactic system of the game, assigned my characters roles to do things, and then it clicked. It's kind of like when I learned how to play Souls games when I learned. I really like JRPG style combat and everything. Like the the tactics was like the key to that genre clicking with me. And so now I'm wrapping that up. I do want to play Dragon Age two, and then I'm definitely gonna go try Pillars of Eternity again because I get it now. You're a convert. I am. I, I I keep trying new genres. It's the nice thing about not having all these AAA games that I have to rush through and get coverage up for is you know I can sit down with a genre I don't really interact with much and take time to let it click. I like that you still are all about expanding your horizons because I have I know uh, you <laughs> I've dug myself into the grave I'm going to die in and I like what I like. <laughs> I will never like anything new. Um, so I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Pipple Boy says, I always play Dragon Age on easy. I was in it for the story. Yeah, but I have been playing Origins on easy uh, just because I, I don't want to have to redo 30 minutes of content because like the yeah, battle even even on sure. even on story easy mode like some of the battles are pretty fucking tough uh, mm-hmm. so i'm like it's just you know i'm there for the character choices and and the, and the world and the, and the story and everything i'm not there for you know super tactical tough combat or anything like that yeah you're here for a good time 
uh, and McDaddy23 says, wait till you get to the fade. I already did that. I am at the part uh, where you need to get the the all the nobles together for pretty much the final battle. So I'm almost done with it. The nobles. Nice. Yeah. You haven't played Dragon Age, have you? That's for nerds. <laughs> I, I always uh, no, tried Inquisition I, and, and I bounced off hard, super hard. I, <laughs> I was a very hardcore Bioware fan for Knights of the Old Republic and Jade Empire. And then I was just, I just beast out. Yeah. Your games are too, compl- too complicated. What, you, what, what, what are all these numbers? Yeah, if, well, if you like Knights of the Old Republic, then try Dragon Age Origins on Xbox. No, I don't like fantasy. It's a bunch of dragons oh, and shit. Right. I like, oh, I loved, I loved Amy's. You're weird. I loved Amy's You're weird and don't like because I like narrators. I like, <laughs> I like certain fantasy. Yeah, because you haven't played Fallout or you haven't played The Witcher. You haven't played Skyrim. You're, I don't need to play The Witcher. What do I need? Some this dude riding around on his horse. That's like no, I watch thirty percent of video. I watch fucking Hidalgo. <laughs> Hidalgo. <laughs> I bring up Hidalgo a lot. I, I, that's a great film. The Joe Morgenstein. Uh, but yes, I, I have been playing Cult of the Lamb as well on the Steam Deck. Uh, and that's a lot of You fun. just brag about all the stuff you own. You brag about having a house, brag about having a lawnmower, brag about having a Steam Deck. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying what I'm doing. You asked. You should, Casey, brag about having a fiance. Uh, well, you, you bragged about having one, but then she she uh, neglected you from <laughs> having good chicken. So she deboed me to go to a restaurant she wanted. And. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I regret having a fiance now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I have been uh, watching. Oh, well, how do, well, how do you well, how do you feel about Cult of the Lamb? Embargo's up. Game comes out tomorrow. No spoilers. You can watch uh, Frost's uh, review right now. I'll find it while Nick talks. <laughs> uh, I'm only a few hours into it. Uh, I really like the loop of it. It's the combat's really fun, and then the loop of like having to collect your your minions basically and bring them back to camp to assign them roles and get resources and everything uh it's a nice like i think i talked about like children of morta and hades i like the roguelites that have like a constant progression loop and that's what this game has uh so i don't like having to restart everything all the time and this game is definitely not that you're constantly earning an upgrade you're constantly finding a new character you're constantly getting a new you know ability and all that um so it's, it's kind of the same loop that that roguelites are really, really getting now. I think are, oh, yeah. that's why they're getting so good. Nice. I realized I just posted it twice in chat because I have the popped out <laughs> chat window next to the regular chat window. And I usually am used to posting it in Twitch and in YouTube. Right. And I just realized they're the same chat. So I don't know why I have two of them. So apologies. <laughs> Those are both links to the same video. Yeah. Cl- click it twice. That's all. Yeah, click it twice. Give us two views instead of one view. Sound off. Uh, like subscribe ring that bell <laughs> i've never ring any i'm bell. glad i'm I refuse glad to ring all, any bell. out of all these all the youtube critters we do not say that ever <laughs> we just tell you to give us our, your money <laughs> directly you know what the last oh yeah person. by the way your uh, donations fund the, this podcast and <laughs> <Yeah>. other <laughs> it's okay some, we're still not saying we're still not saying ring the bell or subscribe to anything <laughs> You're just saying pay us. <laughs> it's because we're all still traumatized of when uh, Daenerys Targaryen was supposed to stop her assault on King's Landing when the bells were rang, and yet mm-hmm. she didn't. She didn't. She, she killed hundreds of thousands of people. So you'll say just, just what you're saying is if people ring our bell, we will continue to bombard them with content that they don't want because it's not zero punctuation. It was such an easy <laughs> way to fix that scene with ringing the bells. Such an easy way was to not kill her dragon an episode or two earlier to wait for that second dragon to die until that moment so her on drogon and a second dragon kill all of the ballistas and everything you said the bells ring in one last ballista that she didn't blow up 
kills Dro- uh, kills the other dragon at that moment. And so she's going to let the city be saved. And then in that moment, the second a, dragon a trigger, dies. Trigger but that's the trigger. No, but she had x-ray vision and could see the queen just staring at her like, I fucking hate you. And she's no, like, I okay, have see, to burn your entire city just, just to get to you. I seasons of that show, and they never brought up X-Wing Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I man. She watched, was staring so I intently the at the tower. The scenes afterwards. She was staring yeah. so intently at the tower. There was no way that she did not. Like, she she has some, She was looking through the dragon's eyes and the dragon's here. Like, yeah. we got to fuck that McDaddy, bitch up. McDaddy says, Euron couldn't have wasted his 360 no-scope, though. He could have been the one the 360 no-scope it just to have it two episodes later. So have her decision be one of like sheer like like fucking red on a bowl. Like just mm-hmm. like she's just like sheer anger and it's a reaction to that. And then it would kind of make more sense. You'd be like, well shit. Like they should have surrendered, but fucking you're on. And then everyone could be like, fucking you're on. Poor man's Liv Shriver. I don't know. I when I when my roommate was when my roommate was rewatching it, uh I still took John rejecting her as the moment that she cracked before all that. Yeah, well. She's like, all this other shit's going on, and now my nephew won't even fucking kiss <laughs> <laughs> fuck my nephew. <laughs> this is the last straw. <laughs> I either do this now or I have to <laughs> wait for it forever. Yeah. <laughs> He'll definitely want to sleep with me now after I murder a million innocent people, right? Yeah, that wasn't good. That wasn't good. <laughs> um, I still, yeah, so I, I still, finished, I I finished like Game that. of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love, I love the final fight between Euron and uh, and Jamie, Jamie too. Yeah, just like Jamie, all this whole time has been like a badass, and then gets stabbed like the stupidest way because <laughs> he turned his back. Yeah, he only had one hand, <laughs> but he turned his back. I also thought Jamie should have been the one to kill the Night King to uh, fulfill the prophecy of his whole life. Everyone calls him the Kingslayer, Kingslayer. like pejoratively. Like they always refer to him as the Kingslayer, and this is his time. He is the Kingslayer. Like he kills the Night King. He killed but the Night King. I, I digress. No, Arya's cool too. Mm-hmm. I like Arya. Yeah, he he killed Euron, who's king. Yeah, was the king though. He said I put a baby in her belly, but she already had a baby in her belly. That was his baby in her belly. Also, there's a chance. There's a chance. I'm gonna say it, guys. I can't trust Cersei. She might not even be pregnant. I don't want to say the woman's lying, but she was crazy, and she was still drinking wine. You shouldn't be doing that. Did they know back then? Like, I don't know if Game of Thrones time back doctors then. were like, hey. <laughs> also, I think you're allowed to drink wine like the first. I've definitely never mind. Don't, don't, have don't. You, have you tried <laughs> this already? You can have a wine. A wine? Or just don't. You could also just not do that while pregnant. You don't have to drink the how wine. Am I supposed to, how am I supposed to enjoy my cheese curds without the wine? <laughs> I don't think cheese curds are great for the baby either. What are you talking about? That's how you get a big, strong baby. That's how you get like a like a a big baby, wi- a wildling, debatable. Yeah. yeah, big baby, strong. So you, so you get a boulder. Uh, Alex English said, "I don't like dragons. I don't like fantasy. Oh, really, Marty? Well, I don't like. I like. I like Game of Thrones. I like good fantasy. So you like fantasy, then. You're, oh, you're going to watch Lord of the Rings. I like good political stories. Political entry. Good stories political can entry. transcend uh, the the Dragon Age is all political entry. No." Game of Thrones is all about people talking in rooms. Dragon Age is about like Dragon going out the fields all and like killing a little goblin named Grubdar. I literally just, go, I literally just like coerced a marriage in Game in Dragon Age. That's not good. like a crime. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, you shouldn't have admitted that. <laughs> Done. Oh, God, uh, <laughs> decision, <laughs> decision has been made. I also yeah. like the guy that kills your family at the start of the game. I straight up like I my character has gone from being like yeah I'm nice to everybody, and this guy that killed my family like. 
I'm going to kill your wife and kid after I kill you. <laughs> and the guy's like, you yeah, okay. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like every, everybody's a bad guy now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. None, none of my party members question the fact that I, like, I've been good the whole game. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill your wife and kid when do I'm you, in, in Dragon Age, do your characters carry over like in Mass Effect? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. I, I think your decisions affect Dragon Age 2 in some way, but I don't know how. Um, did you know one of the characters is voiced by Freddie Prinze Jr.? Yeah, I think he L- plays a L- Minotaur of some sorts. Oh, that's not it. oh it, uh, in Dragon Age Inquisition. I don't know. He played Bull. Oh, a Bull. Never mind. No, is he like an actual Bull? No, his name is Bull, but he looks... But he's, he's a man? Okay, uh, Amy, he's in all caps, yells Iron Bull. Iron Bull. Yeah. This is Bull. Bull. <laughs> so he's a man? A man named Bull? No, he's a Bull. Like Dog the Bounty Hunter? Wait, he's a Bull? Is he on all fours? No. Is he a Minotaur then? Pretty Didn't much. I already ask if he was a Minotaur and you said no? Kinda. Uh, Amy yells iconic and then no, which I don't know what that was. He's, he's oh, he's Quinari. Yeah, that explains so much. Marty knows exactly what that is. Why didn't you just tell me he's Quinari? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, outside of Game of Thrones, I finished Live Alive. What a game. Oh my God. That back half, I thought I knew what it was going to be about. Ooh. What a what a what a what a twist! So not was even a twist, a, so, just what the it's seven separate stories, and then what happens afterwards? It's wonderful. Uh, is it I, is it better? Is it a better story or a worse story than uh, Odd Taxi? I thought you were going to say Brand the Builder. That would have been a good show. Brand the Broken. Oh, Brand the Broken, not Brand the Builder. He didn't build anything. Oh, he, built a, he, built a, he built a wheelchair. Like, that must have been the world's first he wheelchair. Built that? Well, someone built no, it. He didn't build it. Probably wasn't him. <laughs> someone built it. Who built it? I feel like that character had a better story. The dude who invented the wheelchair had a better story than Brand That's the That's the real reason Daenerys burned down the city. She didn't want those to be made anymore. Cause she didn't want to, have to pay for like wheelchair, like handicap accessible ramps all yep. over King's yeah. Landing. She's like, I know what I'm going to do. No hide is to get to that city. Like, if anybody, if anybody wants to come up and see me on my Iron Throne, I'm going to make this whole building accessible. Just burn it down. Oh, he's named after Brandon oh, okay. Builder, Chad, who built yeah, the Chad's wall. Yeah, yelling at us that there is a Brandon. A builder. dude built that wall. One dude. And built he was that named wall. after that dude. Oh. Fucking Donald Trump. Not nerdy enough. Um, it doesn't have as good of a story as Odd Taxi. Odd, Odd Taxi is, Jesus, Odd Taxi is good. I keep watching anime trying for it to be as good as Odd Taxi and Sunny Boy. <laughs> um, I started watching this Orbital Children. You see that show, Casey? Orbital Children on Netflix? No, I've not even heard of that. The six-part series came out earlier this year. It's by, it's by a guy who, uh, he did a lot of inking on, like, Evangelion and, and Gundam and stuff, but it's about, uh, these, like, six kids who are in, who are in, uh, space coming back to Earth, some some shenanigans are afoot. It's pretty good. It's on Netflix. You know what? You know what show's got okay. really terrible reviews was that show you were talking up on AMC, that new sci-fi show that they're doing. Who me? Yeah, you. Which, Which one? Uh, Moonhaven. Moonhaven. Yeah. Did it get bad reviews? Oh, I thought two yeah, people I know who watched it loved it. Oh, I don't know. I was like, uh, well, I guess I haven't read the IMBD reviews. They might be yelling about why it's all diverse again. That's oh, nice. don't read those reviews. <laughs> <laughs> don't read those reviews. They're going to be angry. <laughs> anytime, anytime, anytime the show is diverse, they, they hate it. I'm like, oh my God. People are yeah, sad. I bet they're super mad at, uh, at uh, the last two episodes of Better Call Saul because they were in black and white. Probably. 
but know. that doesn't that's less that's less diversity of color than color so that joke that joke know. made they, sense to me. They, were, they were mad at the terminalists too so um that guy the guy who created the terminalist also came out and said that people are just mad because he didn't shove woke politics down their throat so i right already just hate the terminalist because of the creator so <laughs> he doesn't yeah, I, don't, I don't even this, know what that show, show this, is the show is super political though <laughs> he says the reason it got bad reviews is because he no, didn't no. shoehorn woke politics well, into it all right all right to be to be fair when you go and actually read the reviews for the terminalist half those people didn't even watch the show it doesn't even they don't they're complaining about things that like the show addresses i don't know it, 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 those were some very weirdly written reviews it reminded me of like the kotaku ps5 review for some can, of those shows can, can somebody tell me what the, term, the terminal the, the term oh, it's like a poor man's tom clancy starring uh chris pratt it, it was actually pretty good yeah oh, okay okay yeah. that's that's that chris pratt army vehicle thing yeah well like a bunch of the reviews were talking about how like it's you know pro gun and pro like this and that i'm like it's yeah, it's i mean what isn't pro gun these well, days? yeah it's, it's a lot it's, of cool shit pro gun. It's, <laughs> you, know what, you know what john was, wick is totally pro gun it was literally yeah it's literally a revenge show he's about, a pro and he has a gun the, yeah it's a re, it's gun. a revenge show about the government literally screwing him over so i mean i don't know how you i don't know how it's not political i don't know how that's not exactly that it's just i think everyone should just watch the movie the terminal instead where uh tom hanks played an eastern european who can't go back to his country because of a civil war and has to live in an airport for like three years Catherine zeta jones stan latucci uh, is that how you say his name i say it like italian because he's always doing these cooking shows in italy and so i know it's stanley tucci but I feel like he's probably going to change his name to Stan Latucci. <laughs> that's more of like a it's, that's a head. That's a better thing. yeah. That's a better Hollywood name, honestly. Yeah, and he loves pasta, so so it fits. Anyway, who has it, a better story than it, Stan Latucci? Yeah, if if, uh, if you like Casey, you watched like Jack Ryan on Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you like Jack Ryan, you'd like The Terminalist. It's it's very it's similar, a lot darker. Uh, much better action i think and then uh overall it's got a it's got like a really good story it does like a lot of like unreliable narrator stuff which i really like in the show uh and then yeah i don't know like a lot of like i said a lot of the reviews were just kind of fucking going on about it being for right wingers and everything and i was like it's like why haven't you said this about every other like revenge political thriller story (laughs) it's it's literally has nothing to do with right-wing politics in the show at all Yeah, it's just yeah, the same tech. brand of American uh, military Revenge fantasy, fantasy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> everything yeah. else is, like, yeah. I guess. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've not seen it. Yeah, but Gelb and I tech pointed out the was there. I was talking about. I was like, they, somebody called it an unhinged right-wing fantasy. I was like, no, it's not that at all. <laughs> it's literally not. Yeah, especially when the news or a certain portion of the news is literal unhinged right <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, like, like well, actually unhinged literally fantasy it can't be on un- a news network it can't be unhinged right-wing fantasy because literally the press are the ones like breaking the truth to the people about what happens to, to the guy in the show the press is the good side <laughs> so if it was right-wing fantasy the press press would just be fake news the whole time uh, anyway that's, uh, that's true. <laughs> that's yeah. a good point. Actually. It's, it's <laughs> literally, yeah, that's why I'm saying they couldn't have watched the show because like, it portrays media in like a very important and good light. Uh, anyway, uh, Marty, did you ever try uh, Blackbird? No, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, I'm, I'm done with Game of Thrones, though. So yeah, Watch it um, before the next Game of Thrones comes out. <laughs> uh, oh my or God, Miss, Miss Marvel. 
Was Miss Marvel next week? Uh, no, She-Hulk. 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 Yeah. Shulk. She-Hulk coming, Shulk, coming to smash. Shirtless She-Hulk. I, I can't. Uh, also, I really can't. Say also, was also in his underwear often. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Shulk. Shulk and She-Hulk tend to just be half naked often. So you know. You know what I watched? Speaking of She-Hulk, I watched Ang Lee's 2003 Hulk movie because a Does friend of mine has a comic out? book podcast, and I'm going to be on talking about that movie. Uh, I loved it. I like genuinely loved it. It is so weird. The direction is so batshit crazy. Like I do not remember <laughs> the direction being that crazy. Like it looks like no other comic book movie ever made. I understand why people hate it because it's just weird as shit. But it's great. You got Nick Nolte just being an angry dad. It's all about bad dads, which is like great of bad dads. Um, yeah, it's great. Nick Nolte. Eric Bauna is super boring. He's like crazy, like fucking sugar-free vanilla ice cream. But uh, Nick Nolte's great. Sam Elliott's great. Uh, Jennifer Connelly just like an all-time babe. Okay. Uh, so we know we know what Barty's into. <laughs> <laughs> what my my father, son, and Holy Ghost are uh, Nick Dolte, uh, Sam Elliott, and and Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. What, yeah. I, what I what I can say about She Hulk is I already know the discourse around it is going to be in stupid, incredibly insufferably stupid already before the show's even out. It's going to be the same shit as Miss Marvel. Uh, and it's interesting. Well, Marvel's about bad uh, CG because that's what I feel like She Hulk might be about. <laughs> it, well, it was about that, and then like you know, you know all the Miss Marvel stuff was about. But uh, no, it's been interesting. Uh, a little bit of a segue because I, I, I've been kind of like doing a bit of research and like where these things come from because like when I'm doing moderation on stuff like Miss Marvel or Prey or whatever like i've been noticing a trend in like the comments that are mad about it before it's even out or all this stuff so i've been kind of doing my like i just I thing i do in journalism like just start digging around and start seeing like where is the source of like you know these people keep saying this exact same thing where is it coming from mm-hmm. and so like i'm finding it on like a very specific youtuber's channel i'm not even gonna name it alex jones no not alex jones but, <laughs> but it, it, all gonna make us gay well I'll, I, no, I'll, you know what, i'll go ahead and say it. It, the critical drinker so i think i showed marty i think i showed you something of this a couple weeks ago so miss marvel had it uh and then prey when um, darren's review came out about it was already getting shit posted like within minutes I tracked down some of like the comments and so they're all coming from like that guy's channel. This guy this guy did like a 15 minute video on that movie's trailer to crying how like a woman couldn't take down a predator and all this bullshit. Like he's just complaining yeah, about those it. predators aren't real. Yeah. Well, he's just he's just <laughs> like complaining about a fucking trailer and saying how the movie's going to be shit and everything. Uh, also, so, Danny Danny Glover took down a predator. Yeah. And I don't want to like no no shade on Danny Glover, yeah. but but he, yeah, he was, he was kind of an agent. He was like always man an uncle. in that movie. He's like a constant <laughs> uncle. Uh, anyway, so I I've, I found a bunch of like the same usernames on that channel. Uh, they're all coming from that. Uh, and then damn, you did do your research. Yeah, and then with She Hulk, uh, I'm noticing like very regularly like in my Facebook feed, and I don't know why because I don't go on Facebook or look this stuff up. Um, lots of memes comparing She Hulk to Shrek, and it's like all these memes like showing like. Um, it's green. Well, like the older, it, it's like not even sure. It's there's a mix of it. So there's like comparing it to like Shrek, because like uh, the Hulk and She Hulk and the latest Avengers movies and all that has been kind of like not very hulky, I guess you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like now they're comparing it to the older Hulk movies and showing like the decline of his character into you know this what they're calling like Soy Boy Hulk and all this bullshit. 
Yeah, the more kind of happy-go-lucky. Yeah, yeah. And so <clears throat> I already know where like this discourse is going to go when this show comes out because it's Story already Boy. It's so stupid. It's already been decided. <laughs> it's on. a really funny term to yeah. me. Though. It's just been it just an, sounds stupid. It's just been an interesting uh, dive into this stuff and like seeing where it comes from. And a lot of it is meme culture um, because uh, Lee Lee posted something about or a meme from something a few days ago. And I was just like, memes have literally killed like any media literacy for a lot of people because they see the meme and that's all they see about the show then from that on. So like, it's already mm-hmm. happening. Hideo Kojima was right. <laughs> yeah, literally. Right. It's, Solid was right. Yeah, it's, it's coming from like, you know, Lord of the Rings, it's coming for the Lord of the Rings, the She-Hulk and all that. Like, they may or not be good shows. I don't fucking know. But like this whole culture around these things have already decided they don't like something before it's even out. And it's, it's kind of, it's the more I keep digging into it, I'm like, Jesus, like these, the brain rot out of this stuff is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was that there, but tracking it down and seeing like, okay, so it came from a meme. Then the YouTuber picked up meme and put it into his video and then it ties together to that. And then those people see, oh, hey, this was positive about the show. I'm going to go, go after this. It's, uh, it's, it's wild. It's, it, it's sad. Really. Runger has the solution yeah that's why we need to bring bullying back <laughs> <laughs> wait because uh, of sorry. grunger because you brought you brought you brought shrek up which reminded me of uh i doubt you've seen this nick because you, you didn't watch euphoria casey the guy who plays fezco on euphoria angus cloud uh-huh. uh, Van, uh tiktok went viral today going around that uh he uh was being interviewed i think by vanity fair and the question was what's better shrek or the entire filmography of hayao miyazaki <laughs> and i'm i, I clicked it and i'm like fuck i know it's gonna say shrek <laughs> and he seems stoned out of his mind and he's like shrek like the the the, the guy in the swamp he says <laughs> you're trying to tell me you think shrek is better than all of the films of hayao miyazaki and studio ghibli nah man nah 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 man and i'm like this is great maybe he's gonna like single-handedly save his generation <laughs> I'm like maybe the kids are all right so yeah yeah that why would why would they even ask him this who is this reporter i want i want their batch number <laughs> <laughs> report to the manager like hand in your pencil and your notepad <laughs> Uh, Jolie Wimbley said that bullying joke is a Chris Rock joke, and we all know how he got bullied. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> we can't bring back bullying. Um, that's it. it Did worked, you, though, so. Have you? Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, have you? Have you watched anything? Have you played anything? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you want to give us some nibbles? In case you become a pro <laughs> um, siege. Uh, Are you ready in, to take in, me in on? Yeah. Are you ready to play ranked with me? Um, what do you need to be to get to rank fifty? Yeah. I think I'm like 44 on PC, so I'm, I'm getting there. Come on, I'm getting there. I'll work my way up there. Uh, but yeah, I I actually watched the Uncharted movie because that just dropped on Netflix. Mm. Um, you know what? Perfectly adequate. Yeah, yeah. And that was like totally middle of the road. Yeah, it's like super fine. But, but 88 mile an hour fastball. The ending. Play. The yeah. ending. I didn't even realize it was like the end of the movie. It just ends. Like they, I mean, did, did they, you watch the after credit scene? No, I did, but I mean, like the like literally, they pick up the ships, they fly away, and it's done. That's it. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's not like an epilogue to this. I know the after credit. Yeah, it, it was, I know the after credit scene, but there was like yeah. I didn't even see what hap- what happens yeah. to the fucking ships. <laughs> well, they they say what happens, but yeah, like I, I they definitely kind of just 
move out the, of that the pacing situation. was just well weird. they don't even move they don't move out of situations just kind of cut there and it's like hey <laughs> yes. hope you enjoyed the show guys yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have no more movie left <laughs> but um i don't know i i kind of liked the fact that they was they decided that they would uh go for a younger drake and sully mm-hmm. um not not for like franchise purposes which i guess was the the reasoning like sure, sure. like let's have them do more of these forever or whatever but it kind of brought to my attention that most video game protagonists that whole stereotype where it's like oh it's like a white male in his 30s or whatever like it's almost as if they want like all the gamers are perpetually kids and so they want the hero to be that kid's dad <laughs> <laughs> like that that's what it made me realize and to see that drake was like also a kid is like all right well i kind of relate more to that guy yeah yeah versus because if i'm the kid like that's the hero like this younger even though i know tom Holland's not like a kid but like he just yeah. has this he's younger still got baby his 30s yeah yeah exactly oh no, i don't right. think he's so, in his 30s yeah actually no uh, he might be he might be in his 30s that makes sense to me he's probably yeah, like this, this you know this late 30s 40s uh, 20, he's only 26 so he's younger than me oh wow well you guys are both yeah, uh, just as successful <laughs> I don't know why that was a yeah. burn on you. Like I'm 10 years older than him, and I'm. Why do you think I bought this not house? Quite as like, successful. I, I've got a secret. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have a secret bunker with a bunch of money in there. <laughs> Ooh, why are you digging that hole in your backyard, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Another thing we're gonna have to strike from the record. It's a, it's a, yeah, a fire pit. I can just burn all the ashes over it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Uncharted movie C plus. <laughs> go check it out it's on netflix if you already pay for it you're not losing any money uh also i wanted to bring up uh being puppy cat is a show that is coming to netflix it's oh, not there yet this is anime but shit. it's actually yeah it's you're getting it's what you're getting voided why am i getting voided no it's not anime, anime. it's actually oh, not okay. anime He's it's saying. american cartoon stuff oh, same it's, thing. it's not anime it's a tom clancy thing wait same thing. <laughs> marty's going bye-bye wait casey it's, went bye-bye <laughs> I want I want to tell people I'm being puppy cat. Dan. <laughs> no, 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 I want to hear about. It. Yeah, it's about um, the the premise is uh, if if you're familiar with the magical girl trope, which is a weave thing. God damn it! But if you're familiar with the magical girl trope, like Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon. etc., uh, it's basically this this millennial uh, young lady. She's you know constantly getting fired from like odd jobs, whatever. Uh, you know, hard luck, whatever. She comes across this kind of magical puppy cat, like it's a creature that looks sort of like a mix between a puppy and a cat. Mm-hmm. And it essentially is her, you know, familiar that gives her magical girl powers. And essentially she becomes a temp for like this, uh, this realm of like magical creature stuff where she does odd jobs for, you know, the universe as this magical girl. And so it gives her the powers to handle these mystical odd jobs, but it's still kind of the same thing she was doing where she was kind of like just bad at it. Um, but it's, it's very, very adventure timey. Like the, the lead animator, I think the creator was an adventure time alumnus. So like they worked okay. on that show. That makes sense. Um, so like it has a lot of that same vibe where it's like, okay, it's bright, it's cheery, like it's very funny, uh, but it also has like, you know, these dark undertones uh, everywhere. Yeah. Um, I, it was a YouTube series that I think aired on the Frederator channel, which has like a lot of like shorts and stuff. Like there's a, a side uh, show from Pendleton Ward who made Adventure Time on Earth 2 called Bravest Warriors, which I hope gets a full show. Uh, but this, this is Netflix picking that up um, reanimating the entirety of the first season and now kind of greenlighting a second season because I think it oh, only ever cool. had one season. So like yeah. I'm super excited to like kind of rewatch it once it hits and then watch the the new stuff. But uh, it's a Hell really yeah. fantastic show. Like look for it online. It's probably still on the internet somewhere unless 
maybe Netflix told them to take it down because they're they're not gonna make a thing. I haven't checked. Yeah, but, I guess I could, I can imagine that. Yeah, looking it up, she created the uh, Fiona and Cake, like the gender swapped. Uh, Jake yes, and, yeah, and that's supposed to be getting a show too, unless HBO Max oh, decides they don't want to do that anymore. HBO's never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> They've never put anything to the guillotines, have they? Uh, uh, but but yeah, and that cool. that's all I've been like watching and thinking about in terms of movies and TV. Uh, but on yep. Hidden Gems, I tried a game, Silent Scene, called Unsold. Uh, Jesse and I agreed it's a terrible name, but it was actually like a real gem of a of a video game. Nice. Uh, it's like a top-down action hack-and-slashy thing. Uh, like it has a lot of combat that's similar to Sekiro in that like you're looking for tells from your enemy. You have to do like a lot of parrying. Uh, you can block attacks and stuff. Uh, but then you have special moves. Um, you you get special abilities from enemies that you defeat. So like uh, the first one that we got was uh, this sort of like tank armor thing. Um, and you get to use it in interesting ways. Like it's not all combat. You get to use it in like environmental puzzles. Like we came across like this, this canyon in a desert that had like wind that was both pushing you and hurting you. So you had to turn on this freaking shield in order to get through it. And like it does this really neat effect because it's a, it's a it's a pixely game, but it, it will it will zoom the camera in cinematically as if it's not a pixel game, and you'll see stuff kind of like straight on, like super zoomed in, oh, uh, almost like how yeah, almost how like those uh, RPGs are doing like the two point five D esque thing. Um, it's it's kind of in that vein, but not as detailed backgrounds. But like it, it still looks really cool because like it'll catch you by surprise when they do these like kind of quick shots and crash zooms and stuff on certain situations. Like there was this weird. Well, it was a weird, it was really cool section in a boss fight where, like, I got thrown out of the arena into a pillar, and then the tops of that pillar comes down to me, and it's like it slow mo's and like, it changes the camera angle, and I have to react to it in that moment. Like, it was just really, really cool, and I've been thinking of nothing of nothing other than getting back and playing that game since then. Oh, that's awesome! Like, I, I, yeah, yeah, I got to save it to like the next hidden gems, I guess, because I, I know folks want to see that boss battle yeah, that I stopped yeah. off on. But, awesome. um, it was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. It's on Game Pass right now, so you can check it out. I see. If you have I see you, you decided against unruly heroes. I played that game already. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> like it wouldn't be sight unseen to me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, my last thing before uh, I uh, give up, not give up like on life, but just give up. Like oh, okay. that was it. I did it. Uh, I watched uh, Ethan Hawke put out a document, a six part documentary on HBO Max called The Last Movie Stars. That's all about um, uh, Paul Newman. And his wife, Joanne Woodward, uh, Paul Newman, obviously famous for like Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid and The Sting and Hustler. Um, and uh, it's a six part documentary all on his his life and his wife, uh, Joanne Woodward, who was also a famous actress. And they ended up giving like five hundred million dollars to charity before they died. So like really great people. But yeah. um, and they were in the civil rights movement, like they, they marched with Dr. King and everything. And he was there at the like, I have a dream speech. Uh, but the way the documentary is presented is it was obviously done during COVID and Ethan Hawke got a hold of um, like decades ago. Someone uh, recorded all of these interviews getting ready to make like a documentary or an inter- or a giant expose about Paul Newman or a book or something. And he scrapped it. And so all the audio was lost. All the video was lost. But uh, Ethan Hawke came upon like millions of pages of the transcript of all of this and it was like mm. interviews with him and his wife and his kids and a bunch of famous people directors everything and so what he did with these transcripts is he turned it into a script for this documentary and then he gets all of his famous friends to read the parts of these people <laughs> and so it's a documentary where 
it's taking the transcript of interviews with Paul Newman, but George Clooney reads for Paul Newman and Laura Linney reads for his wife and Sam Rockwell comes in and Oscar Isaac comes in and like Maya Hawk, his daughter comes in and uh, like all, all these fucking people, like every, every five seconds, Martin Scorsese comes in, like all these people. Um, and it's this incredible documentary that is part like amazing time capsule of these people who like the argument is they were the last movie stars because after them was the shift to TV and they're just stopping mm-hmm. like legitimate movie stars. Uh, but it's also this incredible charting, like the century evolution of film in Hollywood. And it's amazing. It's like the most interesting six part documentary I've ever seen. Um, highly recommended. Uh, last movie stars yeah, on HBO max, <laughs> the maximum HBO. Um, yeah, it was definitely like a COVID production, but it seems like it's, it's, really fucking good like i've never seen a documentary sort of done that way um which is really good stuff if you like movies watch that you know speaking of uh, speaking I of will. Uh, movie stars because i was just curious like how much do you think tom holland is worth after it started in all these marvel movies uncharted everything that, that sounds like it's lower than i would think just take a guess um, uh, 100 million 50 million lower than 50 lower um, or lower than 150 i mean i guess maybe he signed his spider-man trilogy deal young so the thing was with uh the original avengers actors is they didn't get filthy rich off these movies until their second deal you're right yeah um, just take a guess so he never got his he never got his second deal so what 20 million 18 that's his net worth he probably spends too much money on like million. fucking gushers or something. Zen, like. Zendaya. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh my God, Zendaya. Yeah. Yeah. Zendaya's. Uh, she has all the money in a trust. Money said, yeah. No, Zendaya <laughs> seems like she has a good head on her shoulders, so Zendaya, she probably like tells them she can't use the touch of money. She's only. 30. She's only. Net, her net worth is twenty. I don't believe that. I mean, that's a lot more than my net worth, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, so combined. Zendaya was meet you. Yeah. I mean, together, their combined worth is like, worth is like 10, forty million. Ten fifty. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I was just kind of shocked by that because I'm like, you know, you think of like an actor working in a Marvel movie, you're thinking somebody with, you know, $100 million and 18 after like six, seven Marvel movies. <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah. Mm, he technically, he only starred in two Sony movies. He started in three two, Sony movies. Three yeah. Sony movies? Yeah. Spider Man trilogy. Well, no, the Spider Man, yeah, the Uncharted one. <clears throat> but like as Spider Man, yeah, those were Sony deals or Sony productions yeah, he's, technically he's, yeah he's been in a lot of big movies They're like doolittle he was in the heart of the sea he's an onward devil all the time uh doolittle like the the remake yeah yeah the with robert downey jr yeah, yeah i think he just voiced like a snake or something or like a, a, a chimp <laughs> or like a, a lemur i always forget he was uh, in the lost city of z too which is like a movie that i feel like nobody's seen but you can watch it on amazon and it's actually really good you ever see the lost city of d's city of d's nuts um, Johnny Wombly said, but do they own a house? <laughs> they own multiple houses, probably. <laughs> <laughs> can they, but can they dig their own fire pit? Uh, no, you probably can't. You'd pay somebody to do it for him. I thought you were going to say he can't because he's not strong enough. And I was going to say, I think he's stronger than us. He seems yeah, to, he's, Tom Holland's he, got the muscles. He's like, uh, yeah, he's got like dancer muscles. Like, he's but like is he strong? That, that, that is a different, a good differentiator. Like they might just be show muscles, you know? Yeah, mm. he's, he's got like the little he's a dancer. I think that's strong. Yeah, he's like, got the, he's got the little blow up things like SpongeBob head. <laughs> Painted on abs and blow up blow up arms. 
SpongeBob. Nick, you're, just, you're starting to sound like a hater right now. <laughs> no, I think Tom Holland. I want this slowly to build over the course of the yeah. episode. Nick being like, "Yeah, I think I'm stronger than Tom Holland." <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I am not. <laughs> you know what? I, I got my rowing machine, and I've been trying to do it, and I'm like, "God damn, I'm out of shape. I gotta like, I gotta work my way up to this." Do you? Which Avenger do you think you're stronger than? Do you think you're stronger than any Avenger? Uh, like. The character or the actor who plays that no, no, no. adventure? Oh, well, still Hulk. You he's think you're stronger than Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, he's a little pussy. The he- <laughs> <laughs> Why? Mark Ruffalo, uh, one of the actors in uh, the documentary I was just talking about. <laughs> um, I, I know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that I could take Anthony Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He, he could lift the whole Captain America shield. What are you talking about? If if he can't grow his beard all the way in, I can definitely take him. <laughs> that's fucking that's a sick that's a sick burn. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I can't believe you think you could take Anthony Mackie. <laughs> that's a joke. Don't don't come for me, Anthony Mackie. I <laughs> don't, you don't can probably take him in a rat battle. He cracks under pressure right. in rap battles. <laughs> I just gotta, just gotta air my dirty laundry before he can get to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's got nothing. Uh, that's an eight um, mile joke for the uninitiated. Yeah, shout out to eight mile. Uh, next week's uh, post CP is not eight mile. <laughs> um, Yasi just doesn't know it yet. Uh, okay, should we call it? Should we call it an Eve? We gotta do. A, yeah, why not? Gotta do the super. Chats. Oh, we gotta read super chats. Oh mm. my fucking god. Yep. Uh, I'm Rao. Donated two dollars as a triple mofo show. I like the yeah. schedule for this. I, I like I'm Rao, uh in every stream. Donates mofos. and says sup mofos. A lot of our viewers have their thing. I like it. Like I like Pacific it. Blue getting thing. bland banned all the time. Getting bland. <laughs> Fuck. Roasted <laughs> Pacific Blue. Got him. Probably not even here. Uh, King Dead Forty Two donated five dollars. Says, "Is this also a case of fewer but bigger publishers due to AAA buying and being bought? So fewer AAA games are in production at any one time. I think there's more AAA games production than there ever was right now." <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. I guess I'd be interested to go back to all those games I mentioned from 2015 to see how many of those developers still exist. I think most of them do. It was a like lot, fucking, a lot of them. It was like Witcher and Batman and yeah, Bloodborne. I mean, and, a lot of them have consolidated and they're forming multiple teams within teams now. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of studios are doing that two game model so they get games out quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And they're also like having people leave those studios and then form new ones like Nick was mentioning earlier. So it's like, all right, these studios still exist. They have more teams. And then those teams have splinter teams that have, are, you know, left and are now doing their own thing as well. So yeah, I saw, yeah it's like I saw industry from, pollination. Um, that Xbox guy on Twitter, like Clobril or whatever his name is that I didn't, I didn't realize like they already had 80 people working on outer worlds too. Oh, that's cool. So, I mean, that and that studio, Obsidian, is like 250 plus people now. So, they got a team on, you know, finishing a very small team working on Grounded, obviously. Yeah. And they Pentiment. have a small team working on Pentiment. They have a major, on yeah, 100 plus people on Avowed and 80 plus people on Outer Worlds 2 already. So, I mean, like, I can only imagine. What it's funny of, when that game was revealed and they're like, we don't have anything. We're making it. Yeah. Here's the trailer. <laughs> that, was, that was a cute trailer. Uh, Casey Jones donated $10 says digging this two year drought been giving me an opportunity to devote time and money to other things I rediscovered the trading card game from my childhood for example and there's I guess 
I'm assuming TCG is trading card game, but I'm not sure if it's something else. Uh, yeah, I rediscovered the TCG from my childhood. I don't know what TCG is. Well, I would assume trading card game, but I don't know what TCG. Like Pokemon, Magic, Magic. Yu-Gi-Oh? Yep. Um, speaking of Casey Jones, I watched that Turtles movie. It was great. It was really great. You watched it without Turtles watching any of the cartoon? Yeah, I didn't watch the cartoon. It was fine. I and you still was like... <laughs> I mean, I understood. Yeah, I, I understood. For whatever reason, like for, for Ninja Turtle stuff, I'm like, I need to know everything before I no, dive into no. this. It's so cool, I, yeah, I've, um, I've been trying to catch up. It has a cool framing device. Like for what, where it starts off, I was like, is this what the cartoon's about? And then it <laughs> levels out. And I'm like, oh, this is what the cartoon's about. So I don't want to spoil it, hmm. which is a weird thing okay. to say about Ninja Turtles cartoon. But like the framing is genuinely cool. And uh, Casey, it's a, it's a really good show from what I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah. the action was really cool. Casey Jones popped in to say Bakugan. But that is Bakugan. not what I thought you would have been playing. <laughs> Are Bakugan on the tops? Aren't those tops? Those aren't. No, Bakugan that was, that was Beyblades. is another card game. I think. Are Beyblades. Beyblades. Like, Bakugan is legit is just Bakugan. another Yu Gi Oh! Oh. I believe. I could be wrong. Bakugan Battle Brawlers. Oh, this looks like some weeb shit. Yeah, I'm feeling <laughs> it's, it's definitely weeb shit. I'm Absolutely. 2007, great year. Um, we still had hope. Um, Rao donated another two hours. Says Greek Fall, the new Jesse stream. So Marty and I were talking Greek on uh, the editor's hour yesterday. Yeah, I caught some of that. Yeah, should we have Jesse play the God of War series? Like starting at God of War 1. Yeah. Yeah. Forget Jesse to the Greek. Yeah, I mean yeah. That, that teaches you all about the Greeks. <laughs> yeah. no, really it like, it oh, does. But does like it make not. more sense for him to like do a, a a stream with each game, or to like fully immerse in a series? You know, would like it make a, more sense to line up ten Greek games? He he would honestly. He, each he would probably hours. get like a lot of the gist of Greek mythology out of the God of War games. Like he would know who that, all the gods are. He would know all the realms. That's what I would want to test because I I honestly feel like video games aren't actually great teachers of the actual Greek yes. mythology. Yeah. It's no. just you know, but ho- like the Hollywood yeah but, BS version yeah, of it. But well, it, it'll be better than that. What was that Clash of Monsters or whatever movie that Clash of Titans? Clash of the Titans. Yeah, <laughs> God, that was bad. <laughs> Those are bad fucking movies. <laughs> and I still bought a copy of it. I don't know why. Nick, you we gotta we gotta sit you down. We gotta have like an intervention I, about you buying I, this movie. I should probably be on best of the worst. <laughs> worst well, of the you, best. Yeah. Well, you know who to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Not Jack, because Jack has no control over who gets off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so never mind, you don't but, know. It's about but at least if Jesse plays the God of War series, he will know a lot of the locations. He'll know a lot of the gods' names, and from there, you, you know, whatever. I mean, I guess I'm going to test this theory. Okay. Like in, in, in our heads, I was assuming he would play through all of them because yeah. if he if he got like maybe a, a tiny tease, I feel like he wouldn't really get much of the education. He would get maybe teaser. what the game was about. Yeah. But not like what the story and what the universe of, is about. Doug, Amy says plus one for Immortals Phoenix Rising. That one was great for learning. I feel like Immortals, if you had to tell me two Jesse games, the like Immortals and Hades. Jesse doesn't like Jesse doesn't like Breath of the Wild. Why Jesse, did you even tell me that? Jesse this, would this like, is, <laughs> is really fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Jesse would like God of War. It's a straight up action game. He'll he'll enjoy that. He will not. I don't think he'll enjoy Hades because he doesn't really like roguelikes. But he likes 
He's, but he likes uh, sexually drawn uh, 2D characters. He does. And you get, <laughs> get, he gets he's horny. God of War's horny. Are you kidding me? You get like full on sex. No, but not games. good horny. But not good horny. Well, like, God, it's God like of War's not good horny. horny. Like, God of War like rips them in half when he's done with them. Yeah, it's bad horny. I said not yeah, good horny. Yeah, it's oh, pretty it's bad. bad horny. Hades is all consensual. That's good horny. It's all consensual in God of War too. He just destroys them. After. It's like, uh, yes, daddy, rip me in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the opening to God of War Ascension is excess, especially not consensual, and it's not for the him. <laughs> yeah, I think you killed Marty. Marty's someone, was, someone was also trying to fucking mansplain get him to the Greek to me yesterday in the chat and I was not having any of that I was like I don't understand what this series is and they were trying to be like there was a 2011 I was like I know what get him to the Greek gotta, is like I'm a Jonah Hill stand. I know everything hey, about everything he's done in God of War 3 Gaia literally gets her giant tit cut off just the one yeah just the one you climb around on it <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I don't remember that from God of War the, the, the Titans, that's right at the start. Yeah, she's missing half her breast. Like that, that was a boob I was running on at yeah. the beginning of that game. Yeah. I had no idea. It was, one of them, <laughs> yeah. was probably too small. If you don't know what a level is in a game, just assume it's a boob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Blight Town. What is this? Oh, is this just a big boob? I'm <laughs> yeah. uh, Rao donated five dollars as previously Nick girlfriend Calandra now Nick my house Calandra Marty Pusleva and Casey trophy husband Osal. that checks out we'll Why? I, I don't like the fact that I'm the one who gets poo out of here I mean <laughs> y'all got like home, y'all got homes and, and I mean I guess I have a home hey, you I'm have a broken closet right door I do have broken closets. I have oh, several dang. non-broken closets. Nick said, get your ass to Home Depot, Marty. <laughs> yeah. he, no, that's he, the scene. He pointed it out. He's like, no, I yeah, we were, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we were having a meeting and we threw up a, a, someone had a still of like an episode of the movie podcast I was on with, uh, with Darren and uh, uh, Jack like a year ago. And the two things I noticed were, I was like, man, my hair was shorter. I need a haircut. And the other thing was my closet door was still broken. And I remember being like, I'll definitely fix this closet door soon. It hasn't been fixed yet. So whatever. <laughs> I'll sell this house someday. That'll be their problem. And then I'm going to get back to my <laughs> hobby. The closet, like, we won't buy this until that closet. Creating game cases. Because I have nothing better to do. I think you're doing a lot of great stuff. Uh, Deebs says, I miss Darren on podcasts. You know what, Deebs? Me too. Stay tuned. Stay you know tuned. what, Casey? Stay tuned. Ooh. You know what, guys? I'm intrigued. Stay tuned. Also, Deebs, uh, big news, uh, Band Deebs got approved on Twitch. So you now yes. have a, you now have an emote of Deebs' logo, but with a big red line through it. It didn't get it didn't get approved for like an entire month because I think they thought it was bullying, which it technically is, but Deebs uh, made it. It was self-bullying. Like does it it says the words band Deebs? No, it's just and, Deebs, Deebs icon and like the Ghostbusters. Because the, my open the open party channel literally has uh ash Re- redux uh one of my yeah, regular yeah. marty you've been on podcast yeah, with yeah. Him. his face and a big red no ash thing as one of our <laughs> ban ash is a thing we do all the time on super smash sunday yeah. never had a problem getting approved so you also have the one that's two ash faces and it says ash to ash like from uh, Requiem for a Dream starring Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> top, top 10 babe of all time. That's what happens. That's such a sad back half of a movie. If you stop that movie halfway through, everything's looking pretty good for everyone. They're going to start their store. 
Oh, uh, wow. The, the Wayne's brothers got his new TV. The mom's going to be on television. And then the drugs come. Darn that was Breakout, episode number 51. Thank you guys so much for hanging out uh, on August 10th. Uh, what, what do we got coming up? We got we got some big stuff tomorrow. Hey, it's we, 51. we didn't even do anything special for our 50th episode. We did last week. We literally, I, or two weeks ago, I made a big to-do saying it was the 50th. We didn't do anything. It was the first one at our nighttime spot. Yeah, that, that's what we did. We changed the time. <laughs> yeah, it was so good that Break we didn't do an episode the next week. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good that we were like, we need to wait two weeks. Now, um, now, now that these are at night, I can actually like have a craft. Like, because now I have my nice new fridge behind me, I can go store new, like new craft full beer. Of, back full there. Of, it's full of Mountain Dew and iced coffee. No, <laughs> there's no Mountain Dew right there. There's iced coffee. So you got there's caffeinated water in there. And what are you talking about? There's beer. There's beer. <laughs> you got all that lequa. Uh, tomorrow, white wine spritzers. <laughs> Bunch of white claw, no laws when you got white claw. Uh, tomorrow, we have our pair of streams at noon. Uh, Nick and I will be back for more Lord of the Rings: The Third Age, and then at seven p.m. the same time as this stream. But tomorrow, uh, Casey and I will be back for more Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, which I'm very yeah. excited for. Oh my god, those snakes! The game will eaten. actually start. I think there's yeah. We <laughs> played like the prelude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we probably got a little more, a little more cutscenes. But what about just in the but... background? Just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, those two streams tomorrow, uh, Friday. Uh, Jumate will be out, so there's gonna be no Earthbound. Oh. Uh, but Nick and Amy will be back for Divinity. The Divinity. Uh, we'll be back for game night on Saturday, probably with uh, Turbo <laughs> Golf Racing. That looks uh, so fun. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe the chat can play that, and it's on. It's on Game Pass. So yeah. I don't know how many players that game is, but maybe you have the game downloaded if you want to play. And this has crossplay too, so no promises. I still don't know what that game is, but um, Jumbly Wumbly in 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 response to Snake Eater says, "There's more cutscenes, but there's boobs." So do you do you climb them? <laughs> what do you think this whole island has been? You thought Gosby Grag was was a Russian forest? It turns out it was a big bulb. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then uh, Amy will be doing new release uh, over the weekend, playing Cult of the Lamb. And check out all of our other good stuff. We got new adventures nigh uh, coming to everyone on Saturday. New extra punctuation coming tomorrow to everyone. Um, yeah, I don't know we got a bunch of three MRs, Cult of the Lamb, all that stuff. What else do you guys got? What else? What else? What, 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 what? Uh, I got my my weekly podcast that I still do. Uh, you can. Uh, search for it on your favorite podcast listening service called The Sigma Show. You can watch it live on my Twitch channel, Sigma Gears 9, if you like, every Sunday, uh, 10.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then on the Open Party channel that I just mentioned earlier, we do Super Smash Sunday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, it's that, I think that's just before uh, the Escapist new Sunday streams and kind of mm-hmm. runs through them a bit. So, you know, you can start with us. Dual window. If you want. Dual Or, yeah, window. you know, watch both at the same time and, and just really get up some shit. Watch yeah. two streams simultaneously. It's stuff, <laughs> stuff wild. Uh, and Papelli Boy said last minute. Can you guys give me some last minute advice on starting a garage band? Have a uh, garage yeah, and day, get a band. First day of the first day, uh, <laughs> uh, beat the shit out of one other member of the garage band. You know, that's dominance. You're Mr. Bully today. You want to beat the uh, shit out of everybody. Oh, no. I, said I, about me, I said I wanted to bring me. I said talking about which, I which Avengers guy can I beat up? But here you are, like I want to. Beat I want to. I can't beat up any of the Avengers. I can't beat up literally any of the Avengers. Like oh, I, I couldn't beat up old. I couldn't beat Thor? up old man Captain actors. America. Not even Fat oh, Thor. Oh no, any of the actors? Who? Fat Thor? Yeah, you could take you could take Anthony Mackie. Anybody could. 
Stop saying I could take. He's gonna find back. you. He's gonna find you. He's gonna be. He's gonna be. And do what, Nick? In the he new can't fight. Twisted Metal show. The man he's Twisted Metal. He's riding a car, dude. He has Captain America's shield now. He just throw it through your window, he, clock you, he and run the away. Got the by Ant Man though. Oh, that's true. Captain America would never get the shit exactly. kicked by Ant Man. The, the Leaper gave him a run for his money. I have a very different view of Ant Man now after watching the boys. I'm concerned what he's doing in his free time. Oh, he's going inside his peepees, <laughs> expanding and then blowing them, blowing them up. <laughs> Quantumania coming next summer. He's going to go He's going to go up my ass. <laughs> Let's put a little coke. In a little yeah, that, that, coke that's a, a fear that we don't need added to no. the list. Yeah. This is, we got to go. This is our longest episode. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go. Uh, I'm, done, I'm done plugging stuff. Uh, everyone, uh, be be good, be true to your school, just like you would to your girl. I think that's an old song from the fifties. Beautiful. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs> what are you saying? Bye. I have control over this stream. You're here till I say you're done. Am I? I mean, I can walk away. I have free will. Okay, I'll, I'll just sit here and drink my beer until I'm done. I mean, we can just void ourselves technically. <laughs> Self void. <laughs>